passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. That's right. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Brett Griffin. This is Door Bumper Clear, presented by OfferPad. We're back from the Roval at Charlotte with a lot to discuss. We'll talk the late caution for a sign, Cole Custer helping his teammate out, playoff eliminations after Byron's points penalty is reversed, and more. Here we go. The best on the stand and the best in the booth. Stumbling the Monday to tell you the truth. Giving the opinions and breaking the rules. Get called to the holler to bring it to you. Casey, you pretty. Freddie, you fat. TJ, you suck. Brighton so bad. Jason is pacing, kind of plate in this race. And if someone don't crash, it, he's gonna go mad. Looking for Freddie, he's killing the bottle. Casey is making messes like a toddler. Tweet something stupid, then don't even bother. Brett's gonna block you like TJ is his spotter. See them online, throw FF in the chat. Tell Rick where to stay off the track. All of the podcasts are living in fear. This isn't the download, it's Thor Bumper clear nah don't get it twisted baby this isn't the download nah this is door bumper clear there you go i like it hey everybody i'm tj majors spotted of the six cup car and i had the uh 68 xfinity car this weekend for 10 laps for 10 (laughs) chris wrong uh brett griffin spotter college racing great day yesterday with my boy justin haley proud of him uh daniel hemrick um Good news for him, man. He's back at college. What's up, Frederick? What's up? Freddie Kraft, Potter Bubba <laughs> Wallace, and Landon Castle this week. A couple top tens. Hi, Casey. Bubba got a top ten? P7. Oh, yeah. He, right behind you. Dude, you ran with the damn Rick Ware cars all day. I ran you pull 39th off? half the race, and then we just, well, Bubba was saving his stuff. He <laughs> nailed it. I mean, the last restart, he just, oh, we, he just got through it. So <laughs> that's all it took. So. Hey, guys. Casey Boat here. Your- oh, yeah. She's here. Oh Seriously, yeah, Jason, <laughs> you could take it. Hey, Casey, but Jason, Jason Schultz, are you cold? Here, DC producer, you look like you're cold. cold. Um, I saw our friend Tyler Reddick after the 1948 yesterday, and there was a fan outside that that called him Jason Schultz as he's walking in. <laughs> we were walking out, and he's like, "Yo, he's the one that just called me Jason Schultz." He's like, "It's happening a lot now." I'm like. Jeez, you oh man! Thank Freddie for that one. It's so fortunate we have so many listeners for him. Thank you, great for us. Yeah. Uh, speaking of listeners, we did the Charlotte Motor Speedway. We opened for three doors down. Who thought we would have done that? Even I, better, Tim Duggar yeah, opened say, for us. I just, I just, I've always wanted to announce that Tim Duggar opened for us, and here we it are. Nice him. He was so mad he left right after <laughs> he did. He did. He wouldn't hardly speak to me. He was like, "I got to go back to Nashville." Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I had to leave. Uh, but no, man, that was cool. A lot of fans there, and uh, a lot of DBC fans there. Jason was there. Yep. Bartender Ben. Bartender was on Ben point. was there. 
He uh, he brought me a couple cocktails during the Q and A, but no, Ben's that got was... some sun. Look at his face. <laughs> ben, Ben's hat line is worse than mine. But it's not is. even like you even have it above where your hat line is. Yeah, because so he had one kind of what kind of hat were you wearing, Ben? Clearly, we're twelve. Poor Ben. We, we're too focused on getting great Connor Daily content that you could find on your media social media platforms. Yeah, had, all the content was great. His race, he survived, made to the end. Two blown tires. I was say his tire, his car broke how many times? I don't know. Like, a lot of poor times. Guy. I mean, he, he did well for his car broke his car in practice. Break. Let's go. Let's yeah. go there. I thought he looked washed up. <laughs> Caught on fire. That's funny. That's a good one. But yeah, it was fun. Uh, a lot of good content. He's a really cool guy. Speed Street, great podcast. Listen to it this week. Hear what he has to think about his cup debut. That'd be fun. I thought he, I thought he did a pretty good job. He by the end of the race, it took him majority of the race to figure it out but like he was in front of you like he, i mean he could run with us like for for I mean, we'll get into this later but nobody could pass anybody no. including brad couldn't pass connor daly like in front yeah, of our as soon pack. As we were catching him and then as soon as the car in front of him pulled away from him, he got clean air and it was like oh yeah. god this uh, we're, is we're, really we're not gonna get around him it's, it's like seriously it takes like 10 laps to pass a car Bubba got two and a half is 20 minutes. Bubba got frustrated. Bubba got frustrated at one point. He's like, I, I just don't know how to pass anybody. I said, Well, good news is nobody else does <laughs> no. either because yeah. it's terrible. He was behind us too. We were all stacked yeah, up. Yeah, we all just couldn't go he anywhere. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. I don't know how we can look at that race and say we should ever do it again with that configuration. Like, there's Ever. there's only two real passing zones anyway, right? The infield is too technical for passing zones and fast. And then there's obviously the back chicane and the, and the turn four oval chicane. But they're going so fast there, they can't even pass yeah, at, the, at that point either. I don't think it's a configuration. I don't. I think it's just the car. The car, yeah. I think it's how, it used to be. Last year was better than that. Like, Yeah. I, I think it's the car because, you know, you watch these other – you watch a V8 supercar race, and those guys are all over each other making passes, but they also have – they're up off the ground, smaller tire, way more horsepower. I, the, I think they should give them 850 horsepower for the road courses. I don't I think I agree with you 100%. They should have 800 everywhere. Yeah, what I'm saying, at least at the road courses and, you know, maybe some other adjustments too, even short tracks like they've talked about. Give them guys the the horsepower to to spin the tires. Right now they're they all can hammer down so easy. It's hard to get runs because everyone every car, it's like going to GoPro. It's on seriously like going to GoPro. Yeah. I mean, that's what it looks like. So, I think I don't see this on the show sheet. I know the drivers had a meeting this weekend have you heard anything about feedback um it was a long meeting it was over an hour and it sounds like a few guys were really vocal and it sounds like nascar was willing to listen you know i think that the the you know look no matter what problem you have step one is always the same you're in denial right and i think nascar was somewhat in denial that these guys were saying their hits were harder they were going to get hurt and it took guys actually getting hurt before they said, okay, there's a problem. And an email was sent out last week where they specifically outlined the rear bumper of the car, the rear of the car, and the driver uh, area within the car all needed to be better, right? So obviously there was a, a crash test last week. Um, once again, I don't know that they publicly come out and said anything around this. Nothing. They... Uh, so Steve Phelps was on uh, Count on the Green, and he he did say they are making changes to the rear of the car for next year. And he also mentioned that, like you said last week, the teams or the driver meetings was a, 
a great plan. They're going to do that, I believe, for the rest of the year. So yeah. positive feedback there at least. Yeah, they, they need to, and they need to listen to these guys, and it's their butts on the lines out there. And you just hope that, that they can make it better because there are drivers who want a complete redesign of this car. And when I say complete, I don't mean a new rear clip. I mean they want everything. everything. And when you look at how bad yesterday's race was, that's why. That they don't want us to go out and our product to be that boring. And I'm sorry, it was boring. Um, how boring it, it was, was it? awful. TJ? It was pretty boring. It was boring. And I was fortunate enough to be around a bunch of fans. And the more the fans stand up and the more the fans clap and the more fans flip drivers off as they drive by, the better the race is. And I didn't see a lot of that yesterday. So they need to recognize right now, before we go into this long winter that we have where we all get one month where we don't travel, they need to realize they better figure something out. Because if we go to Martinsville, then it's as bad as it was in the spring. Now we Because these teams are going to keep getting faster and faster with this car. And as they all get faster, it gets harder to pass. So they got to figure this thing out. And TJ, I don't know how they do it, but they better figure it out quick. Yeah. I mean, like I said before, uh, it there's it's too easy to drive, in my opinion. I mean, the, the cars are not that it's not that it's an easy deal, but it's, these guys are really good, yeah. and the car doesn't challenge them that much, in my opinion. It has great acceleration, great grip. It turns good. It doesn't make it that, and he took horsepower out of it, which makes it even easier. Um, you know, they're like these guys don't really struggle with it, in my opinion. And I think we saw a lot of that yesterday. How many? How many mistakes did we really see? How many guys blew chicanes? Maybe four or five all day? Yeah. How uh, many cars were there? Starting did yesterday? your guy blow the chicane on purpose on the last lap? Or, I mean, what was going uh, on there? Yeah, no. Did you, uh, <laughs> did you not see how that happened? <laughs> no, I didn't see it. was right yeah. behind me. But. We, were, uh, we were clear by like five or six car lengths, just getting ready to go into the corner, waiting for the wreck in front of us. And the two comes from five back and puts the dozer he on was, him. He yeah. was, he was it, yeah. desperation and, uh, mode. Brad was yeah. smart, though. Once he knew he was going to blow it, he floored it. Yeah, and then we come around. We didn't lose his... Why he was he really not going to stop? I mean... We, I don't think we could have got stopped in the last... No, he was going... Like, I was screaming he, at the whole time. But, he, uh, he ran, half, know, he he ran half the chicane. I was like, oh, no, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, so this is down the back stretch. Hold on. We're going to watch a video. That This is a visual podcast now. Mm-hmm. EJ's always... Watch this. Got the data. Boom. Oh. oh. He sent you. Floor yeah. it. Are you going to wreck yeah. him next week? I would have waited right the, there. The dog food. Out <laughs> just, just get him right there. Oh, the dog food had another run in. But no, to your point, man, there weren't a lot of guys missing chicanes. The reality is turn one on restarts is ridiculous. It's not indie ridiculous, but it's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, that, that was that race desired a lot to, to for. And, my, my biggest issue, going back to Casey's point about this meeting, is like I feel like they're kind of admitting – they're never going to get this car as safe as the last car. That's a problem. That's an issue. You know what I mean? The rear, the rear clip design will never, in this car, will never be as safe as the last car. Just because essentially, like I talked about last week, the rear clip when the, in the old car was there to hold the fuel cell in. You know, the rear, you had chains to hold the rear end up. Like that, the, this car has independent rear suspension. And the fact that we can literally, Never get the rear of this car as safe as the last car is an issue. So when these guys talked about last week, we're taking a step backwards in safety. They're not wrong. Um, I don't know if I agree with they can never get there because I've, 
it's seen a lot never, of things. I've seen a lot of things change, and there's other ways to probably approach there, it. They, so the thing that the thing that I that took away from this meeting was they're talking about we're gonna we're gonna make the rear bumper cave more or make the rear bumper safer. the The bumper is usually not the problem, in my opinion. It the how many times do we see wrecks back in the day? You backed the car in, the rear clip collapsed. Either it, it, was, down. it would fold yeah. down, drag on the racetrack. Mm-hmm. It would fold up to the rear window. It would collapse. The the back of these cars are too stiff. And and and. But I don't. I think there's ways to improve. I mean, it, they're, they're they're trying. I'll give them that. But I, you heard. I think it was Larson came out of the meeting and said, "We've seen the data, and the data is better, but it's not as good as it was." Yeah, you know sure. that that's the that's the first thing. The the these guys don't want to take any step. It's safety. Like we. Since two thousand one, since two thousand one, we pride ourselves on we've made this sport safer. It was reactive then, but now, like you can't take a step backwards. There should be, never be a comment that goes, "Okay, well, we're making a step in the right direction, but it's still not as safe as the last car we had." That's that's unacceptable to me. I don't know how they can look these drivers in their eyes and feel good about what is on the racetrack right now from a safety perspective. We know. I mean, we, we flat out said a few weeks ago, the drivers are scared. Here's the thing that gets me is we're, we're admitting we have an issue, but we can't do anything about it. So how many times have you seen somebody below the entry that used to be turn one, now it's turn three, and, and spin out and back their car into Phoenix yeah. or, or Martinsville? If these guys get hurt now, in the, in these, if somebody backs in the wall in the next three or four weeks, it's it's potential for injury, and you're admitting you have an issue. Like the, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't get man. Look, Kurt Busch. How long has he been out since Pocono? Did, I mean, that's eight weeks, eight weeks, nine weeks. Something. I mean, I, I that's a really long time to be out with a concussion. It's a really long time to be out with a wreck that he had because we know that wreck was not violent compared to other wrecks that we've seen. You know, Alex Bowman. Obviously, he's out right now. If I were him, there's no way in hell I'd come run these two mile no. and a halves. Uh, if he's going to come back, and I don't know that he is or is not, there's no way I would come back for Vegas. There's no way I would come back for Homestead. If Did I'm going to come Vegas back, this yeah, year? he won Vegas first. Vegas, he was a winner. That's what I thought. Um, but man, talk about why risk 2023 at and, this point? And think about how many drivers we know this. We know this for a fact. Whether people want to admit it or not, how many drivers have had concussions or not are not. Willing to get out of the car, like I, that's why I give Alex a lot of credit and Kurt a lot of credit. Kurt probably had no choice, but like Alex, you know, there's a lot of people that have had these wrecks that are not willing to get out of the car. You know, they're they're just I not going to say. That's always it. been that way, though. Oh, like, a hundred percent. There's I, a lot. There's a lot for years. Why. I think that's across racing in general. For yeah. years. I, I mean, Chad. Chad had a horrible concussion and was supposed to make his Indy Lights debut. And he, the only reason why he couldn't is because his symptoms got so bad that he had to stay in a dark room for a while. Here's what I, I I'm going to give credit to J.R. Houston because he brought this up to me yesterday. Why do we not just say these guys have concussions? Like everything is Kurt pushes out because he has concussion like symptoms. Alex Bowman has concussion like symptoms. No, they got concussions yeah, right. like they're concussed yes. like yeah. Yeah. i have concussion like symptoms this morning when i woke up but i didn't hit my head i don't yeah, think but you, didn't have a concussion. you wouldn't know if, you wouldn't know if you did though you might have so, so as a spotter knowing how dangerous especially these next few races are has does your strategy change a little bit and some of the aggressive moves that you guys make especially no I mean, 
because we're racing. Like if you're it's on the racetrack, you're going for it. Yeah, competitive takes over. Spotters don't get concussed. I, yeah. I meant for I've the driver. Never, I've never yeah. felt one hit that bubble took. Some of them hit hard enough that I felt like I felt it on the roof. I think there were some hits yesterday on the spotter stand. It sounded like. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I heard sure. There might have been one. Who? Who? I don't know. Just heard about. Do we need to get Who? some more drinks? In it, was down, it, was down, it was down on your end. You should have seen it. I do. Oh, I was. I'm just glad you weren't in the middle of it. Because last time okay. I might have been. Because last, well. last time I had to intervene when you were in the middle. Of <laughs> I need to know. Please tell me. Where were we at is. that day? Talladega. 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 Where I saved TJ's ass. Uh, silly season. I feel like is almost over. In terms of driver announcements, I know it's been uh, kind of all Colley, that hype. Now, now well, we're done. Kyle Racing, Kyle Racing just dropped a lot of bombs on you. Yeah. They yep. dropped Chandler Smith to the Xfinity car, obviously AJ, taking the place of AJ. AJ to yeah. Cup, <clears throat> which is a big deal. It fills that 16 seat, which was kind of a hit or miss car. And then obviously you got Daniel Hemrick coming back in the Xfinity series. So I don't feel like in either series, in either top tier series, and I don't follow the trucks that closely. That there's a lot of uh, more driver moves to be made. Spot on to college racing for doing what they're doing, man. Uh, AJ, complete stud yesterday. Obviously, in my mind, the best road racer in NASCAR right now. Saturday, I mean, dominated. I mean, Saturday dominated. Four, yesterday four was, yesterday was stupid fast. And just when once he didn't have the lead, it was it was crazy. I mean, he's half second slower. <laughs> Same, as everybody else. Same as everybody <laughs> else, right? Um, but I feel like probably the last domino to fall here is around Kurt Busch, Tyler Reddick, John Hunter Nemechek. Who ends up in that 45 car? And I'm assuming it's going to be the 45 car. Yeah, I was so I would assume Bubba goes back to the 23. Yeah, I, I would too. And, and then I like Bubba in that 23, man. That's a cool number. And It takes me a second every time I look at the 23. I have to think to myself, wait a minute, that is not Bubba. When, what I write my, when I write my tape out half the time, I write 23, I go, I'm not the 23. What about the 18 car? Is that so? One of those drivers you think could end up there, uh, or Ty Gibbs? Is Ty Gibbs. Yeah. I think we said that in June. <laughs> I think yeah. you were probably here that day. Okay, I can't believe you're even questioning you, this. But do you have baby brain today? No, but Ty was. Okay. Are you pregnant? I again? love you. TJ, you were right before the end of the show. It's every week. Why? I mean, I don't need to be right. You just I don't understand if I'm asking a question. Why is TJ wearing a raincoat? It's cold. Yeah, well, it's cold, um, man. And and what about Brandon Jones' Xfinity spot? I, I would I would say I don't know this for a fact. I would say Sammy Smith goes full time Xfinity. I would say is he old enough? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's okay. old enough. He's been running. Uh, Sammy Smith, by the way, that was a that <laughs> was that was a big deal this week. Sammy Smith won the ARCA. Uh, Did you see that? That that, that owners that, champ. I saw that. That was a good tweet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kurt and uh, Kurt, his dad, Kurt and Billy Venerini had a um, disagreement <laughs> about how, who should have won that race. Yeah. But yeah, Sammy, I, I would say Sammy Smith goes in one of them cars, whether it's 18, 19, whatever it is. And uh, who else is over there? I don't even, do they, do they lose all their drivers? Who's there now? Uh, I, I uh, Corey Heim would be a candidate over there. Um, I mean, I, w- I would say anybody that was at KBM, becomes a candidate because obviously it's switching from Toyota to Chevrolet. So that, that Toyota, Toyota money, that Toyota money is going to go, which somewhere. is big news because we, I, I had said it on here about five episodes ago. If you, if you're paying attention that David Gillen was, was going to go to Toyota. And that's also big news 
TJ, you can talk to this maybe a little bit. I don't know if you can. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Haley obviously has to find a Ford truck to drive if she's going to stay in the Ford in the in the truck. Did you series. say truck? Yeah, like she ain't driving no truck. She's going to drive a truck, I think. Xfinity. I mean, I, I she's I, not going to drive a truck in the Xfinity series. I don't think that's <laughs> probably Ford Ford Xfinity series. <laughs> Ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I'm just gosh. saying. I said she's going to drive a truck, and you said Xfinity. That, <laughs> that's going to the Xfinity series. Obviously not. If I just said she's driving is a truck. going in the Xfinity series this weekend. I know it's her debut, and holy hell, did she pick a hard place? Yeah. Why would why Las would Vegas you? is not? Are you spotting for her? Uh, that's coming up in the show. If you had read your show sheet, oh, it's in Ask yes, DBC. We'll get there exactly. Oh, we should talk. I never look at Ask DBC. Jeez, I don't go that far. <gasps> All Those right. are some of the before, best questions. Be- <laughs> before I lose my mind on these three, what do you? Why are you? Let's hear mind? a little bit more about our amazing Wouldn't presenting sponsor, OfferPad. When you decide that it's time to sell your home, we know people that make the process easy and convenient. It's our friends at OfferPad. They do real estate the way it should be easy. They help get your home sold fast so you can get on with your big move. You can get the whole process started in less than five minutes. Log on to OfferPad.com and complete the form about your home. After answering some basic questions about your home, OfferPad will go to work on your competitive cash offer. They'll send you back that cash offer within 24 hours and then you can decide what happens next. If you take OfferPad's express cash offer, you can sell your home on your own schedule with more convenience, certainty, and control. Or you can flex list with OfferPad if you want to list the maximum value and guidance from real estate experts. We're racing in Las Vegas this weekend, and OfferPad has a market in Sin City. It would be a lot of fun to live out there, and OfferPad can help make that happen. When asked what you heard about OfferPad, select the NASCAR option so they know we sent you. Spot on, spot off. It goes like this. Spot on means you agree. I'm spot on. Are you joking me? He's lost his mind. Oh, and by the way, no one ever seems to agree. And then spot off means you disagree. Spot off. Oh, here we f-ing go. This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. But if you're TJ, um, uh, uh, there's only one correct answer. I don't know. It's time for spot on, spot off. Spot on, spot off. NASCAR throws a caution for a sign on the track with four laps to go that Chase Briscoe said was there 20 laps ago. Freddie, spot on, spot off. I believe Chase might be exaggerating a little bit. I, I, <laughs> there was a sign. So I seen a sign fall off that was that ended up on the curbing off of turn six like mm-hmm. it ended up on the rumble strips no need for a caution this this one when i seen the caution come out i looked and it was there uh another spotter told me it had been there for two laps hey, I, I was gonna say about three because yeah. i saw it and we were going around it but it yeah it, it, it wasn't 20 you don't think it was 20 you know no, how long 20 laps 20. <laughs> they probably seemed like 20 laps as long as you're riding behind somebody but uh briscoe should just be quiet because this worked out for i mean i'm sure he said this in the moment uh but it worked out all well for him like he's in the playoffs he'd wear it thanks to custer where's custer as we talk about custer later yeah it's it it's in the Uh, list as well but yes it was not 20 laps it was there though i mean and it it I, I saw a sign fall off and it was, we knocked it off the racetrack for a while. Was that the same one that came back on the racetrack or I mean, surely it that, wasn't a whole sign. It was like a piece of, it yes, was like a, so it must've been different. Then. I'm spot off because it, 
I don't know. We've we rode more laps with a, a tailpiece falling off a car that was going to come off. Than you we can't did. say that. That's Chase. You can't <laughs> say that. Um, I'm just. I don't know. I it wasn't. It was in the track. I don't think it's going to cut a tire. You had no. Uh, I think you had to throw the was, caution for yeah, it. I get it. It was yes. in the lane. It the was in the middle of the racetrack. Showed it for a fairly long time and. There were a few cars hitting right at the edge. I don't know what damage. Oh, it was right in the middle of the damn track there at the end. Like it was right in the middle. So I, I just, why four to go? Can we talk about the real problem? No, what's that? How the hell did the sign end up on the racetrack? Did you not see all the signs in the front of the cars? Can we talk about the problem? How the hell are signs ending up on the front of race cars? Who in the hell? How is anybody? And I, I hate to keep blaming these guys, but how is a sanctioning body? Do you allow this? To keep happening, change the way you're allowing these road courses to do signs. It's no different than when we showed up at Indy and we had a ramp on the backstretch and they realized, hey, we have a configuration problem. We have to fix this. And they fixed it. Now we have a sign problem. You should not have guys that have billboards across the front of their nose. You should not have signs laying in the middle of your racetrack. It is your job to keep the racing surface clean Stop letting. That's what they did. They cleaned it up. Well, you can't let it happen to start with. I think they should put more signs out there. We're 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 we're, we're literally at a cutoff race with two laps to go. It felt like maybe it was three. It was five. Five. By the time you went by green, there were two. Three. So so we we go. We literally stopped the race with five laps to go at a cutoff race for a sign. Yeah, we were close enough to the end. What? Though. That's why that was my problem. Is we were close enough to the end. That I realize, I you're, you I realize you're saying you let it go, but you can't let it go. I know. I, There's I, a sign laying on the racetrack. What happens if the sign flips up and gets on second place's grill, Whoa, and then he's the got comes a off. <laughs> or he can't see? But the problem is, the problem is this: Why in the world are we in this big game seven moment and we let a sign? Yeah, I know what you're saying. A, a piece of billboard it shouldn't be a factor. Listen, I mean, there was there was there it was should, and, and hell no, it shouldn't be a factor. There was two at when that sign. When that sign was on the racetrack, there was two different guys advancing that ended up advancing. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how big that is. I mean, when that sign fell off on the racetrack, I think Larson was in, and I think uh, Cindric was in, and Chase Elliott was winning, and there were a bunch of other scenarios, and and everybody was happy. And now you got end up with Bell in, and you end up with Briscoe in, and and it's just. You, you can't have a that. billboard that should have never been there changed the entire playoff. One hundred percent. The entire playoff. It's it's not. It, that is where people need to be upset. They don't need to be upset that the caution was thrown for this thing. They need to be upset that it was out there to begin with. And not only was it out there then, it was out there a bunch all weekend. Oh yeah. I mean, what's his name? Well, who Sargento Cheese was? Uh, was that Palicki? I feel, yep. I feel like he, <laughs> he made a, he made a campaign about it after yeah. Road America, driving around with a Sargento Cheese box on his front. I mean, of his Nielsen car. ratings for some of these sponsors should be. I'm sorry. Amazing. It ain't funny to me. It's serious, and it needs to be fixed i'm serious i'm mad about it are you sure yeah i'm sure he's mad are you mad like bring the caution out intentionally mad i'm madder about this than i was about carson carson host for racing like an idiot all right (laughs) moving on what a chase elliott and aj allmendinger's moves on the second to last restart that ultimately cost them both the victory brett um, I, I obviously hard racing, you know, these guys stayed out on older tires. AJ is clearly, you know, clawing, trying to get everything he can to get his, him, himself and his team a win there. Um, 
Elliot, Elliot's strategy was spot on. Uh, clearly had a huge lead before we brought the caution out for the billboard land out there. But, you know, once that caution comes out and once you've got those two zones on a restart, obviously turn one is one of them. And, and then the, the chicane on the back stretch is the other one. Like all hell breaks loose in those places. Oh, I know. What did I'm assuming Chase did two tires or something? Chase didn't have tires at all. No, he stayed he just out. Just fuel only. I mean, oh, he had, oh, when he pitted get, under green, yeah. Oh, I don't know what he did there. I mean, he jumped. I mean, but, he jumped but, like five seconds. He well, had to do something. He, he was way out. But front. he he was one of the first ones to pit, and we were not in our window yet as a team. We had to run a little bit longer, and it cost us a spot as yeah, well. Yeah, I we think he took forth. tires. You you would have taken tires because you had to fill your tank. You had to wait on. So he just he just pitted that early. So I did notice we pitted a couple laps later than others that were high, that were behind us, and they jumped us because so there was a little bit of speed with tires, but Big it wasn't time. because. Of, just so you know, the tires weren't wearing; they were just getting hot. Yeah, and that's where you're making your ground up. Yeah, when the red flag came out, I actually was like, "Man, thank goodness!" Like, obviously, had none of us wanted a caution that were up front, but the red flag gave us a chance to mm-hmm. do exactly what you said—at least cool our tires down. Because we were at a major tire disadvantage. Obviously, Christopher Bell came on new tires and 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 won the race in a must-win situation. But um, can yeah. we talk about how the red flag was all your fault? My fault. Yeah. What I do? Because Brett came up? with me. Brett came to me oh. with about five to oh, go. He, in a, he came to me with five to go in a race and said, "Hey, good news. We can make it to Bodie's baseball game as long as the sun stays green." And then forty-seven minutes later, the checker flag flew. Like we were, there was five Thanks, to dude. go, and he's like, "All right, we're gonna go to Bodie's baseball game." And I was like, "I'm in. Yeah, let's go." Damn. And then next thing you know, it was caution, caution, red flag, caution. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can tell you when that when they threw the caution for that debris. I knew there was going to be more. Oh, full-blown disaster coming. It hold, the same thing that always happens yeah, in How places. about the big wreck getting into one that they just... They just, just like the there, there was seven cars parked in the cars everywhere. <laughs> Piled in to turn one barrier. I, I don't, Noah had a great run going. I have no idea how he got turned. Uh, uh, I do. Oh, who you? The same guy that ran you into the bus stop. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is my surprise face. Yeah. Cole, are you surprised? Yeah, I'm so shocked. Yeah. Cole Custer's block down the backstretch that allowed teammate Chase Briscoe to gain positions and points on the final lap. TJ, spot on, spot off. I don't, I mean, I think he definitely lifted early, but I think Briscoe was going to take it. He was going for it. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if that 41 was there, he was going to hit him. So, I, I mean, maybe the 41 I don't, think, I don't think you're thinking about Like, There's no way. I don't think so either. I think Chase about thinks. about back straight away. Chase was going into that that chicane thinking, I've got to pass these guys. I'm going to do what I, if I wreck, I wreck, but I've got to clear these guys. But and could his father have said, hey, Chase I, is in a pretty <laughs> sticky situation? I mean, he could have, but I'm sure he didn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Honestly, I didn't. You're not thinking about that stuff really. I mean, you're just. <laughs> You're, you're never, you're never, oh, Brett, you're trying to get everything Brett has you altered can. the outcome of playoffs in his past, but like, <laughs> you're, you're never going to get everything you yeah, can. You're never going to be like, hey, hold the whole field up so Chase can pass you. I don't yeah, think. I mean, I'm spot on for what Custer did. Um, it's his teammate. I'm spot off for the fact that NASCAR publicly said, we're going to investigate this <laughs> and it's not going to change the, the drivers that are in the playoffs. So why are we looking at what, it? What are you looking at? <laughs> Maybe I think you make what? the call. You make Maybe the call. Right they, 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 what they what they said was they're not going to affect the eight that are in the playoff. So maybe we so just maybe we add Larson. Maybe we put Larson back in there. Oh god, yeah. we can have it. We can have, man. Rick Hendrick can make magic happen. Ooh. I don't you, know if you, you know that. Did you see that last week? 
Saw it last week, live. <laughs> this could be. No, we're going to investigate it, but we're not going to do anything to the eight play off drivers. Okay, awesome. Hey, just, you know, I'm going to keep an eye on you. <laughs> not going to do anything, but I'm watching you. Freddie, thoughts? I just gave my thoughts. I mean. Um, what, what do you, you want mean? me to say? You would, you like, would you like me to <laughs> say right, it again? We'll just, Hold on, I'll say it again. No, so good. Custer Spot. wasn't thinking about this in the in the minute. Right in the moment. William Byron's <laughs> points penalty is reversed, and as a result, he advances to the next round over Kyle Larson, Austin Cindric, Daniel Suarez, and Bowman. Freddie, spot on, spot off. Uh, so one thing that I will say about this that I've seen people go crazy over was. NASCAR has nothing to do with the appeals panel. I promise you NASCAR wanted to give William Byron a 25-point penalty. And the appeals panel, who has is not NASCAR, it's a random it's a committee. Pinellas, <clears throat> Pinellas is always on there. I don't know what he's got going on, but it must not be much because he's always in there. Uh, but, yeah, so um, listen, it is what it is, and... They got it overturned. I don't, it was, you could tell it must have been a wording issue because the day after they overturned this penalty, NASCAR mm-hmm. changed the rule book to, to include different wording in whether you spin somebody, whatever, however that word was worded, but they changed the wording because it's going to cover this now, I guess. But yeah, listen, it is what it is. And the thing that, the, the thing that really bothers me is, this had this should have happened. The Byron appeal should have happened before Talladega. One million because percent. people race differently at Talladega based on William Byron's point standing, and and you don't if you're thinking now you come out of Talladega and he's whatever it was 11, 12 points behind. Now he jumps you and he's fourteen points ahead of you. Yes, like that. You, the, you call this, your races differently. You call your race a lot different, knowing not knowing where William Byron's point stature is. So, so th- if you're going to do this, you have to have these hearings the week of the penalty. Like you can't put it off a week in the playoffs. Yeah, that's uh, I'm I'm spot off for changing it as well. I don't I don't know what was maybe there was some wording. I don't know what the difference was, but a guy still went up there and wrecked another guy under yellow and cost him points and you give a penalty. And I thought the penalty was fitting. I mean, you don't mess up the show under yellow like that. I mean, I thought it was fitting. What does, what does another, what what they, they advanced, they made it 25 to 50,000. The 50 to to a hundred. What the hell do they care? You're essentially charging them $50,000 to contend for the, the championship. Like what does that matter to them? Like that, it's fifty thousand dollars is a drop in the. But what's it, Brett? You know this better than anybody. What's a per race sponsor in the Cup Series at Hendrick Motorsports? Uh, it'd be north of three hundred. So you're talking about fifty thousand dollars is a drop in the bucket to to I'll bet get back in the playoffs. Here's, 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 more here, than that. Here, here's, yeah, I would here's, think it's more than that. It's here, probably half. <laughs> no, no, no don't get crazy. Um, uh, here's here's the financial side of it. When you move up a spot in the points. It is a massive oh. pay increase. One spot is worth <laughs> tons of money, right? So for $50,000 increase in penalty, every team in the garage would gladly play. They just made pay. that back and more. They would gladly pay $50,000 mm-hmm. for 25 points. Even where I'm at, I would pay that because you're I mean, going to get it back in the point fund money. You get back, <laughs> back in the point fund money. The, the problem here goes back we to – We paid 100 to give 100 points. The problem here goes back to the officiating. You didn't officiate it when it happened. You said after the race – You didn't you, see it. You said after the race you didn't see it. Then you reacted to it, 
And now it's a complete miss for for what happened in the playoffs. It's a complete miss. It's no different than the billboard laying on the racetrack. It completely changes who's in and who's out of this top eight. So I am 1 million percent spot off on the committee not upholding this. I would hope NASCAR is very upset about this. I'm glad they fixed the language in their rule book. But it, it comes back to they can't miss it to start with. What's what is going to stop somebody now? Like we talked about this. You brought it up the the week it happened. What's going to stop somebody from spinning somebody out under caution at Phoenix? Just a hundred thousand. It's a hundred thousand. Would you you talk about one spot in the playoffs? What's the championship worth? Oh, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean, like, uh, I mean, obviously, I don't think that's going to happen. But you've just opened this can of worms to where. It, you're gonna what? You're gonna find these guys fifty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars to to spin somebody out. When they came out with the penalty, I instantly thought, "Whoa, that's gonna stop these guys from doing that." Now it's like, never mind. Just yeah. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, continuing on the topic of penalties, NASCAR president Steve Phelps says it's ridiculous to think Kevin Harvick's hundred points fine and Rodney Childers' suspension for modifying a single source supplied part was. Punitive. Ooh, TJ, <laughs> spot on, spot on. I don't think they. Rodney and Kevin seem to think it wasn't mm, ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> hold on a second. All right. Do you think that something was wrong with their deck lid? Uh, I do. I, would I do too. I would assume so. Okay, here's where here's where I think the suspicion comes in. Do you think it was random that Kevin Harvick was the random? No. Uh, Casey, 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 you're supposed to be the one kissing their ass. Here's (laughs) the only way you can be transparent right here. They're not good at this. Okay. They're really not good at this lately. The only way you can be transparent is when the race is over, there is a drawing and the randoms are transparently visible to me, to you, to Casey, to Jason, to all the drivers, to all the media, everybody. If you're coming up with a quote, random, Right. Yeah. On the hills of Harvick being very vocal about your parts, being very vocal about your safety, it doesn't look random. The, so what you need to do is be transparent with your random. The random usually ends up being somebody mm, that was hauling ass. Yeah. Well, but somebody that was hauling ass didn't finish in the top five. Like that's like right or wrong. Like or somebody that's fussing or about somebody something. that's that's made a loud but I do noise. Think that you, we, listen I, to me. I'm, I'm going to tell you a factual story. Elliot Sadler flipped to Talladega, okay? He got out of the car, and he was fine. He got to the care center, and he was fine. They told him they were going to give him an IV. He flipped out. Guess why? He hates needles. Guess what they did? They stuck him on a helicopter on a backboard. They flew him to Talladega to Birmingham. I drove to Birmingham to meet him. He's livid, okay? He's livid that he's hit this <laughs> hospital. He now has to clear in order to get back, on, back in the race car. Okay, well, what does he do when he shows up the next week? He says... We need a traveling medical team. I don't need to see some random-ass doctor that doesn't know me and doesn't know I don't like needles and put me through this because I flipped out and they told me I wasn't acting normal. Anybody that knows me knows I hate needles and I don't act normal when I see one. So they sent me a telegram for it. We didn't qualify that day. We went out. We went through inspection. We practiced. We went through qualifying inspection. They found something wrong with our rear camber. We went on the five-minute clock to fix it. We didn't qualify that day. To this day, I'm not telling you it was because he said something, but to this day, he believes it was because he said we need a traveling medical team. So when we see these guys being vocal and then we see these things happen in inspection or happen 
uh, in this scenario where Kevin is the random. I, I truly think something was wrong, wrong with his dick lid. And, and obviously that's going to be heard in an appeal and they'll figure that out. But the problem is, was he legitimately a random? Can you say that? Do you know that for sure? I don't know. No, I can't say that for I, sure. Like you said, just transparency. How do you, if he is the random, how do you decide who I'm the random is? I'm going to can worms on here and I apologize to everybody that I, don't like it. But I I'm think, telling you, that's a problem. You I even? like the fact, I think it's good to have people, like Freddie said though, like you should have, if something stands out, you pull them. Think about this. With 10 to go, they announce over our NASCAR channel, the randoms are this place, this place, and this place. You're going to do everything you can to not finish in them random positions. You're 100%. literally going to be like, I'm running yeah. fifth. I, I mean, I'm a that, random. I'm going to finish sixth. They Whoa. should do that. They should do that pre-race. Do it pre-race. Uh, whoever you finishes third. No, you can't, can't tell people. Because everybody's going to try not to finish there. Is it yeah. random or not? It's f***ing random. But you don't publish it. Not, like... Or whatever, but it doesn't matter. It's random matter. if you do it after the race on Pit Road Live where everybody can see it. But I, I, I do like Spin the fact wheel. That, 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 like Freddie said, though, sometimes things stand out, and if that guy doesn't win, they do things. But then it's not random. I know, That's but there should random. be. That's not random. The word random means we're randomly selecting yeah. people. Not, I knew not I was going to start a world. I'm not picking the fast guy. The randoms are this car and this car and this car, and we are selecting this car as well. You know what I mean? Like. I mean, change the, word change the wording. Yeah, take change the, the take wording. Random out. We're picking the fast cars. We're taking all the yeah, fast cars. We're, taking, we're just taking who we want. Who cares? Yeah, you're the sanctioned body. We, Why does it got to be we random? We choose. We choose whoever we want. If you come, if you show up at the track and you run eight mile an hour faster on the straightaway, I'm going to take you back to see what you're doing. Right? That's not random. Exactly. That's Why does random. that have to be random? That's a, you're doing something we think we don't like. What's the difference? Just take change them. the wording. Yeah. Brett, Rodney had a tweet yesterday, too, that no one at NASCAR had said anything about a 600 start. How would you feel about that? Uh, so, obviously, Rodney Childers, longtime crew guy, man, in this sport, longtime successful crew chief in the sport. I had the chance to work with him at Everham Motorsports, so I've known him a very long time. Uh, actually, doesn't live too far from me either, so I see him in the neighborhood all the time. But um, he, he basically made the comment that nobody from NASCAR congratulated him on his 600 start. And I just thought it was funny because I was having a conversation with a prominent TV guy in our sport, not Dell Jr., uh, but a prominent TV guy in our sport about a lot of things a few weeks ago. And, and he said to me that our job is to leave the sport better than we found it. And my reply to him was, the sport needs to give a crap that I was ever actually here. And this just goes to show you that right now this regime doesn't care. They, they need to be – listen, this, it's about people. Literally, this sport is about people. It's about relationships. I've always said we're in the relationship business. It just so happens there's race cars out there. When is the last time – and I can say this literally because it just happened. I did not know who the president or general manager of Charlotte Motor Speedway was. Uh, I knew who it was when it was Humpy Wheeler. I knew when it, who it was when you know, it was Eddie Gossage at Texas – I knew when it was Mr. Bird at Bristol. Like, I don't know who these people are anymore. They're not engaged with industry people. Fortunately for us, we ran into the general manager at Charlotte Motor Speedway at our Q&A we just did, and he's a great guy. And I got to share some of my ideas with him. And I think that's where, as an industry right now, we're missing it. These guys go into the trailer, and they go into the booth, and they don't spend time with those of us that pour our hearts and souls into this and travel 40 weeks a year and are willing to miss our kids' baseball games and dance recitals and soccer matches. And I know all you guys listening going, oh, yeah, you got it so bad, Brett. I'm not saying I got it bad. I'm saying I pour my entire life into this job and into this career, and some appreciation on their side would be nice. What happened to Casey Kane when he got sick and left? Who? Who? 
What happened to Elliot Sadler when he retired? Who? If you don't leave this sport and go into a TV role or a broadcast role, they don't care about you. They don't care about you. And that's sad. Shouldn't be that way. We don't, we don't have – you guys talk about the differences. This could be its own show, and I'm not intelligent enough to lead it. But if you went to the MLB and you had a career, you're, you're set for life. You've got insurance for life. You've got a pension. You've got all the – we don't have that. NASCAR has not done one single thing to help TJ Majors put his kids through college. One single thing to help him retire. It's all on him. It's not on, it's not on them. They don't, they don't invest in us as people who come and invest in the sport. This is the way it is. And if that hurts your feelings, I'm sorry. I'm not lying to you. It's the way it is. It's always been that way. I've been doing this for 23 years. I've not received one single dollar, nor will I ever receive a benefit from being a NASCAR person. They're, they're, it's not there. So what Rodney's saying is his feelings are hurt. And he publicly saying that, that's a big deal. I mean, he, he's a guy that literally, in, in a text message, I mean, he, he, he'll admit he wears his feelings on his sleeve, but he didn't have to share them with you on Twitter. Yeah. But he did, and he's saying his feelings are hurt. And the, Just the fact that he wrote that tweet says speaks volumes. It, it, yeah, it, it, to, it's a grown man. That, you're thinking about it for a while. You didn't just think about it. He has thought about it for a while and then decided to send it. He, he's a grown man saying... It's my 600th start as a crew chief. My feelings are hurt. None of y'all said thank you. Not none, of you said, none of you said good luck. Not even, and he's not looking for a, a publicity stunt. He doesn't want a, you know, a, a ceremony on the front straightaway. He's saying in this tweet, nobody shook his hand that day. Hey, Rodney, congratulations for being here for 600 races. I mean, he's Guess not. Why? He, they were, I told you, they're either in their hall or their booth. Yeah. They're, they're not out there with us. Yeah. He's not, look, I mean, he's not looking for attention. He's looking for appreciation. And, and the fact that nobody could come to him and say, hey, man, it's good. I'm glad you've been here for the last, I mean, 600 starts is what? That's a lot of races for yeah. a crew chief. <laughs> I can tell you this. Three times this has happened in my career, and all three times it was Steve Phelps, and it was in the past year and a half. He's come to the roof before the race, and he's either shook our hands mm-hmm. or he's patted us on the back. Thank you, Mr. Yeah. Phelps. Thank you, because we need more of that. Not only do we need that, why don't you come up there for 15 minutes and have and a conversation it, And it with seems us. trivial. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like, you know, oh, what, what the hell is he? You know, like, people are like, oh, what's that matter? Well, it you, matters. When you see him, you're like, oh, <laughs> who's in trouble? <laughs> yeah. That's what you think. Yeah. But, like, you know, who? Oh, when was the I last think. time? When was the last time? You got a guilty conscience. That's, that's the two of us <laughs> just think that. But what, who was the last person that's ever done that? No, before no, Steve there Phelps. I've, ne- I've never seen anybody up there besides Steve Phelps. If you think about how many people are in this industry, whether it be sponsors, whether it be teams, drivers, I mean, continued it goes on the fact that steve himself i mean he asked me about my daughter we we don't like i don't see him every weekend like he he does invest in the people in the sport and i i think it's incredible i mean he has a lot he deals and, and with i too. think that something something to that was telling about that was denny last week did an interview on i figured it was like friday or saturday where he said like we need new leadership you know he was he was kind of harping on the new car the next day he came out and said i'm not talking about steve phelps like that, that, yeah. that I'm not uh, that, that uh, I'm sorry that got misconstrued. He goes, I'm not talking about Steve Phelps. I'm talking about the people that are in charge of this car. So it just goes to show you what kind of per- like Steve Phelps, I think is amazing. Like, and, I think he I, does, I, I, I have to, to give credit you. to like, you know, the marketing team and, and there are certain avenues. Like I would not be in the sport if the diversity internship program didn't exist. So I feel like there are a lot of things that they have really done a great job at. And I know Steve, 
has been a huge part of it. And I, there's a lot of other industry members who have as well. Um, so I, we have I, to get, thank you. A congratulations. A good ag- luck. Ag- agreed. It goes a long way. And, yeah. and, and Steve Phelps, again, all my years being here, he's a guy when he pats me on the back, I honestly, I genuinely appreciate that. Yeah. I'm like, man, he took his time to come up here to say, Hey, thanks for what you're doing. That's all we're saying here is that's it. it if, it's a big deal. If one person, one person in NASCAR would have shook Rodney's hand, this tweet doesn't get sent. So he's telling you not one person of all the officials he's encountered, because as a crew chief, you're encountering a lot of officials through the day, whether it's tech, where, whatever meeting you go to, one person. Well, Rodney's encountered a lot of officials over <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, especially last week. But <laughs> one person is what he's saying. Did not, did not shake his hand and say congratulations. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, Brett, they can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And, and there's really no shame these days in, in, in getting help when you need it. It can, man, and you got to be careful, and uh, you don't want to carry that around by yourself. That's where these guys come in handy. Whether you've been in therapy uh, or new to the process, BetterHelp will give you the tools and to positive thinking and coping skills and how to manage those boundaries. Therapy empowers you to be the best version of yourself. Therapy is not just for those with major traumas. You know, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out one brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bumper today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bumper. All right, let's move on to a similar topic. Uh, NASCAR responds to teams asking for a more fair profit split by proposing a small increase in revenue, but also dramatic cost-cutting measures. Brett, spot on, spot off. You can just have my time on this one too, Brett. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, first of all, I've never worked for NASCAR. I've worked with NASCAR on various no projects. <laughs> Patrick Rogers, who is a VP, worked for me many, many moons ago when we had Driver's Choice up and running. Uh, fantastic employee, fantastic person. So so I am going to be loyal to the people that have helped me get to where I'm at, and that's drivers and that's teams. That's who's paid my way, and that's who's hired me. And, and so I'm going to be on their side no matter what. I just want you guys to hear me out for one second. It's a really, really, really big pie. It's a gigantic pie. And teams want more of the pie. Everybody's still going to have plenty of pie to eat. Everybody's still going to get the good tasting of the pie. But teams want more of the pie. They want, they want to make sure that the revenue sharing is indeed fair. Okay? So what do, you, what do I mean by that? Teams are getting a share of TV money. Okay? They're not getting a share of anything else. Do you think anything else is a big deal. Hell yeah, it's a big deal. We're talking about ticket sales. We're talking about parking. We're talking about licensing. We're talking about all the things that go into these racetracks. Companies pay a lot of money to have a footprint for mobile marketing at a racetrack. I looked off the roof this past weekend where we did our fans on appearance, right? Chevrolet, Toyota, Ford, massive footprints out there, along with a lot of other sponsors, Bank of America, right? You think drivers don't deserve and teams don't deserve a little bit of that? I do, because why did they come? They came to watch the drivers, and it came to watch the teams. So when you hear about this revenue sharing as a fan, I know some of you don't care, and I know some of you care a lot because you're business-minded uh, and you want to learn more about the economics of the sport. Just understand one thing. 
they're not sharing enough of the TV money, in my opinion, with the teams, and they're not sharing all of the revenue rake with the teams. So they deserve more of what they're getting from TV, and they also deserve a piece of the pie from the other revenue streams that they're currently not able to touch. Yeah, like you said, I'm not I'm not intelligent enough to talk to to talk, talk about this, but the the numbers that they dropped from this meeting, it was I think it was Jeff Gordon, uh, Curtis Polk from 2311, Dave Alpern from Gibbs. Uh, yeah. Gibbs, and Steve Newmark from okay. uh, Roush. Okay, uh, the four of them went so in. Set the table on who these guys are. So obviously, you know Jeff Gordon. Newmark is the president of president of Roush Racing, Roush, Racing. Roush, Al- Roush Fenway, Keselowski Racing. He was an attorney downtown Charlotte with RBH for a very long time. Brilliant guy. Yeah, Alpern is the president of uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, which I don't know best, his background. Best, best friends with JD Gibbs growing up. Very intelligent guy. Very marketing savvy. One of the nicest guys you'll meet in the garage. Curtis Polk is uh, Michael Jordan's right hand, essentially. He's the game changer. Yes. Okay, stop right there. When they were so excited Michael Jordan got here, guess what he brought with him? A bunch of smart people. He's the game changer. He's the guy that can come in with all of his experiences in other sports and entertainment and licensing because guess what Jordan Brand is? A freaking licensing genius. So here comes this guy to the to the fight. Guess who you want at the table? This guy. That guy. I mean, it seems like we've we. I mean, there's a lot of people that have been involved for a long time since since these guys got involved is when you're hearing this, this these changes. Yeah, you know? and, and just to provide some background, so Adam Stern tweeted: NASCAR teams' calculations show that 93 percent of the total value of the sport is represented by the league and tracks, while seven percent is represented by the team's combined value. I'd and love to Curtis. know. That's from Curtis. I mean, I yep. mean, that was one of his quotes in the in the meeting. I assume. Uh, I'd love to know what those numbers look like in the rest of the professional sports. Like yeah. I, I don't know you, that you, you yes, don't have Kurt. to wonder because you have no name or you're not no name guys. You have guys you've never heard of making thirty million dollars in the NBA. Yeah, a year. Think about think about what NASCAR needs. We need twelve to fifteen million dollars right now, plus your driver's salary to run a super competitive Cup car. You got guys in the NBA making that 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 aren't Can big shoot name three. guys. Yeah. Like it, it's the economics of our sport needs some adjustment. I was texting with a guy this morning. He's an IndyCar guy. He also used to work in here. And he's like, man, there's no way this NASCAR TV deal is going to be big as the last one was. Bull. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be way bigger. Live content is at an absolute premium right now because everybody is streaming and everybody's doing all these other things. If you want somebody to watch something live on TV, it almost has to be a sport. And Nat- and Adam Stern just tweeted the exact same thing uh, that NASCAR is interested in possibly selling a slice of its next media rights package to a digital streaming company. Just another example of how the league is reimagining huge parts that, of the that, business. That goes to that 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 follows the NFL model of selling yeah. their Thursday night game Amazon to Amazon Prime. Prime. Like yep. you can't watch that yeah. game if you don't have Amazon By the way, Prime. I tried to return last week's game at Coles and it didn't work. My God, <laughs> what a terrible game that was. <laughs> do you, uh, do you think that the with that ninety three seven split, the the fact that the charters are are really a, primarily the the that's all the value for the yeah. teams. So so it's a little misleading because it's just charter based value, right? But that's all they're getting. Like, uh, look, I'm upset. I mean, there are drivers out there. There are cup drivers out there that are in the top 30 that aren't making a million dollars a year total. There are drivers out there in the top 30 that, you know, their base salary. I, I, I'm sorry. Owners are owners going to get mad about this, and I don't care. But, but you can't tell me that a driver in the top 30 in the cup series doesn't deserve a million-dollar base pay. You can't tell me that. I'm never going to buy into that because – you know, he or she 
did a lot to become a Cup Series driver. And there's no way in hell I'm going to support them them not making enough money. I'm not going to support a guy in the Cup Series only getting 10% of his top 10s. Yeah. I'm not going to support a guy that has a salary cap that he's hit in June. I want my guy to be hungry. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't understand how and, – and the reason we've come this way is because we're so – this is not the team's fault. We're so reliable. We're so reliant on team sponsorship that we can't afford to pay these guys what we what they deserve and what they need. And and so this is a shot. You know the, the teams don't deserve in this new deal one million dollars more per year per car. They deserve more than that because again, remember what I told y'all. This pie is big. It's billions, billions of dollars. What we're talking about here is forty million dollar increase. No, that ain't right. Give them some money. I mean, you talk about you talk. You brought up the NBA, and the the perfect example is there's guys in the NBA. Their job is to shoot three pointers. You look at a guy like Kyle Korver. You look at a guy like JJ Redick. Their their job is you sit on the bench, and when we need to make a big shot, we're going to bring you in. And and they're making ten, twelve, fifteen million dollars a year. Like, could you imagine? You got AJ Allmendinger. You know what, AJ? You sit over here all day long. We're gonna but we're gonna just bring you in for these road courses. Six races. You're yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, I'm gonna pay you ten million dollars. You're gonna run, just run these road courses to benefit my team. Like that's that's absurd in our world, and it's not in every other world. There yeah. were guys, and there are guys who make ten million plus driving race cars in the Cup Series, and they deserve. How it. many of them guys are are still out there? Oh, two, maybe three. Not what well, not what it was. How many was there in two thousand and eight? God, twenty. Oh, there's a bunch. Yeah. Um, I mean, I lived those days. You know, I, I, I ran with those guys. And I mean, we, TJ did it too. We helicoptered everywhere. We limoed everywhere. We flew private planes everywhere. And now I bet there's three, four drivers still flying around on planes. I mean, you see guys selling their planes. They can't afford them. They can't afford them. <laughs> you, can't, you can't afford $5,000 an hour to fly a private jet around. And, and, and look, man, that's a shame because – and people, to, to, people will go, oh, God bless them. First world problems. But th- this is this is a business. This people. is a business. Listen, I, everybody that's listening, I want you to become rich. Yeah, everybody. everybody that's listening, I want you to make more money. I want you to go to your boss and tell him you want more money. And if they tell you to get go get a new job. Because I want everybody to do well. I'm not just parading around here saying oh, drivers need to make more money. If drivers make more money, more money, if <laughs> drivers make more money, spotters make more money. If exactly. spotters make more money, the the guys change. Everybody makes the more biggest money. thing I take away from this revenue sharing deal on NASCAR is: Do you want to see the best drivers in the world in NASCAR? Because right now, I don't think you have that. I think you have maybe the 20, 30 best drivers, and you probably have 10 guys that are funding a team. So then they get out there. The this revenue sharing is. If they get more of the pie from NASCAR, they can afford to just go get great drivers. They don't have to rely on sponsorship. They don't have to rely on daddy's money, quote unquote. You know, the, the bunch of daddy's money out the, there. They they can go get the Ryan I, Ryan Priest at- is a Cup driver. Ryan Priest could be a successful Cup driver if he had the right opportunity, but he's never going to get that chance because he doesn't have money right now. I think what Justin Marks is doing right now, bringing drivers from other sports. Um, their, their business model, as I, I've been doing some research on it is very impressive. And what he's bringing to the sport, I feel like is a good model that we could be all learning from. But yeah, project 91 is a really cool endeavor, but I mean, to, to Freddie's point, I, I was fortunate enough this past weekend to meet a guy. I love to watch race Jonathan Davenport. And 
I mean, he's made he's made more money this year. Holy cow! He's listen made to a, me. This guy's uh, made more money driving a too. dirt car. Okay, he, his car has collected over almost two million in winnings. They still got five or six races left. He's made more money than a lot of guys in the Cup Series. I didn't say some guys. I said a, a lot. lot of guys. Okay, he's a dirt track driver. Now, again, if we're going to go to Bristol, who are you going to hire to drive your dirt car? It's going to be a guy like Jonathan Davenport. Not should necessarily be. It him. should be. It, it should be him. But the reason these teams, Casey, to your point, can't do that is they can't afford it or they're not willing to spend money on it. So Justin Marks is going about this sport from an entire new angle, uh, even graphically. His graphics, his designs are awesome. Like I think he's doing a lot of things really well. But all those things that you're talking about take money. That's why the teams want more money is to be able to do things like that. They can, I, they can do a lot with it. You could be the most talented driver. TJ Majors could be the most talented driver at Hickory. You're washed up. I heard that last (laughs) week. I mean, you could win every race. Lane Riggs, Scott Riggs boy, just won the uh, national championship. Peyton Sellers is a perfect example. Like, these guys are super, super talented and will never get an opportunity to our sport because they don't have the funding to get there. And that's a problem. Like, that's an issue. Door Clear fans, we want to give you five reasons why RacingUSA.com is our favorite NASCAR store for merchandise. First, RacingUSA.com has a wide assortment of driver diecast, apparel, hats, helmets, novelties, and collectibles for the sport's most popular drivers. Just in time for fall, they just received their limited edition driver collectible pewter Christmas ornaments. Less than 100 are produced for each driver. Only available at RacingUSA.com. Second, NASCAR fans have rated RacingUSA.com, Google's top source for NASCAR merchandise, so you can always buy with confidence. Third, RacingUSA.com discounts every in-stock and pre-order item every day, so no need to wait for a sale. Fourth, RacingUSA.com guarantees the lowest advertised die-cast prices, so you don't have to shop around for a better price. And fifth, RacingUSA.com ships all in stock orders the next business day so you can get your order faster than anyone else in the business. Fans, RacingUSA.com is Doorbumper Clear's choice for NASCAR merchandise and we want it to be yours as well. Whenever you need new gear to show your support for your favorite driver, shop RacingUSA.com where you're always somebody special. Yeah, this is Andrew. I am the Brett Griffin Fan Club president of the Indiana chapter. Finally, yes! Way to go, Josh! Way to go! The data tells me that Bubba still sucks. Freddie, you can't see I just want to say, I'm not drunk. My great-grandma could outrun him, and she's 98. Reaction Theater rolls in three, two, one. Hey y'all, long time listener, first time caller. Just got done watching the Xfinity race. Man, that was a pretty entertaining race. You guys talk about it all the time, but did you guys notice some of the no respect coming from the truck series up to the Xfinity series? Man, some of these guys just running in the back of people. Joe Graff Jr., who the hell you think you are? The guy driving the number four car, just plowing in the back of people. Unbelievable. Then you got Sage wrecking people for a top five. I hope he gets his ass beat. <laughs> Poor guy wants Sage to get his ass beat. Who, did Sage wreck himself or did Noah I get know. him? I thought Sage actually drove a pretty good race. I thought, I thought Sage. I mean, he was he was third on the last yeah, restart. Yeah, he was doing a really good job. And then I'll, I'll tell you who get, who should get a shout-out is uh, Stephen Parsons until 
you your car go, <laughs> go through. I I put the whammy. Listen, Stephen Parsons drove a great race last week. He, he drove he a really drove good a, race I'm this sorry, week. I'm sorry. He drove a great race this week. He drove a great race where he finished in the top 10, I think, recently. It wasn't Talladega, but nah, it was the, Vegas, it maybe else. Texas. Uh, maybe. Listen, that kid's a talented, talented kid, but unfortunately, I was standing next to Brandon McReynolds, who's really good friends with, with Stephen, and Tyler Mon, who's also friends with Stephen, and I, I didn't know Stephen was in the 45 for most of the race, and I looked up. He was fourth or fifth on the last restart yeah. and i go or second last restart i go is that steph in the in the 45 i said he's killing it today he's doing a hell of yeah. a job and then we just went and spun him out on the next restart so unfortunately he didn't get the finish he deserved but man he did a great job this the xfinity series had guys in the top five that were there because they could they were wheeling it you know what i mean it wasn't like yeah it wasn't like you just it wasn't a cup race you I didn't would, just i almost out. wish connor got an xfinity car yeah, he's, he would have been better off. You know what I mean? Because he's, he, Connor, so I got shit off of your talk. I, I did talk a little shit. I threw a little shade last week at Connor be saying he was going to be out of the race early, and I wasn't talking about Connor. You might I practice. assure you. Yeah, <laughs> I assure you I wasn't talking about Connor. I was talking about the car he's driving. Uh, so he would have been way better off getting in a good Xfinity car versus that whatever the, the money team or whatever the hell that is Yeah, uh, because they were going to finish the race. <laughs> Sage had, obviously, he was I think he learned a little bit from Road America. He was passing people, using them up, and people got mad at him. Obviously, Noah had that incident, and he would probably take that back and do it differently yeah. if he could, but I this race, I saw Sage drive a much smarter race. He was still super aggressive. I'll he was. Get, I mean, he, but I, I'm okay with being aggressive, but you got to be ready. It's going to cost you at some point, but he was in the top five. Stefan had a perfectly quiet day. It looked like I was just going to do my own thing, and then Landon decided to um, get the plow out and take him to left field. That's not like Landon. What happened? Uh, I don't know. I think we were <laughs> there's, know, you mean there's you a guy on our left that we were we're racing very hard that had moved <laughs> us earlier and I think we might have overshot a corner trying to get ahead of him and okay and and ran over Landon's not a guy to go out and wreck no people. Landon I wanted I there, want a spot for a driver he that is wants now. to wreck people that's what I want to do <laughs> I want to now. sign up for a guy that wants to wreck people that hit them and that wreck them and I'm telling you I I want a spot for a guy I like hate that. to talk crap about this guy because he he might have run a DBC paint scheme this year but there was earlier the race we were we were trying to pass justin and there was twice he just we got next to him and he ran us over a curb and landon to your point backed out and then and then there was the, the second time or third time he did it landon stayed in there and we yeah. both spun in turn three and landon's like oh i'm sorry about that yeah, yeah. i'm like why are you sorry like yeah. stop you're not sorry why like you were next to him and he ran you over a curb it's not your fault like and chris rice came on and said Justin doesn't own this place. He's like, this is not Justin's racetrack. You yeah, have you, every you right to every inch. Than every, yeah. So, you know, but, you know, that's the point of landing. Like, I, I, I obviously was not intentional. So we directed seven, too. Yeah, we tried. Yeah. You, you will not work as a driver or as a spotter. You will not work for a better company than college racing oh, because 100%. of the way they approach the race and because of the culture and because of the way they don't put pressure on anybody. Like, you know, if if you love or hate Chris Rice, it is what it is. I don't carry the way, but as a as a person that is working for College Racing and Chris Rice, it is 
I awesome. don't know how he juggles all the balls he does because no matter what happens, if if something what? happens on my oh, car, it's just, <laughs> it's, he's going to be on my radio. If something happens on Brett, like instantly, like as soon as something happens, yeah, he's, he's talking he's to me involved about in like, like every he, car. He's on every. It's not like he's sitting there listening. Hey, AJ, AJ was the car this week. You know, AJ is chasing four wins in a row. If I'm Chris Rice and in, in my mindset, I'm focused fully on AJ. But as soon as that happened with with uh, us and Justin, <laughs> he's, he's on, on my radio. Yeah. I'm sure anything happened. In your radio, you drove off the racetrack and hit the wall. I'm sure he was on your radio. You know, like he's he's got his hands on everything over you there. You can tell the culture over there. You can see it in the drivers how they inter, you know, how they mix with each other and stuff. You can see that. I, I how mean, it something is. as simple as practice. We 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 don't go out I to saw practice. Y'all go out, follow each we, other. Every that's every week. We don't we don't do anything separate. Like when we leave pit road, we all leave together. You know, qualifying, we all leave together. Whatever it is. They do it together. It's, I mean, it's, it's one of the rare instances where you talk about one team, one dream. Calling racing is the model for that. I thought I was going to retire saying that Michael Waltrip Racing was the favorite place I've ever worked at because of all those things I just gave you. I loved Michael as an owner. I'd known Ty Norris forever. Obviously, I was there with one of my best friends, Clint. Um, but I, I think my colleague is, is passing Michael Walter Racing in terms of best place I've ever worked. And I've worked at a lot of them. You know, I don't know Matt Collig, but I'd like to see more of him. You know what I mean? Like, every, everything you hear about him seems to be positive and Fun dude, man. Yeah. He's, he's a bro hug kind of guy. Good luck, Mr. Positive. He, like, when stuff happens, he's never like, man, why do we do that? Or I'm, I'm not doing that. We're, it, no, everything's just positive. Gets it. It's Mr. Positivity. This is the dumbest, stupidest, most up race i have ever watched in nascar history one if you're gonna make it a cutoff race at least go nascar non-stop the entire time but you're not going to do that because you're stupid and then the other thing is jeez is stupid like this is knocking my boy larson out of the playoffs when larson is by far the best car i understand that's the format brett before you jump down my throat but this is being stupid I'd like to know what his reasoning is to call Larson the clearly the best car because he's not. <laughs> he might be the best driver, but he's not the best car. Not right now. Yeah. I mean, where was he? Where where was he in the regular season? Do you know? Anybody know? Like, I mean, he wasn't top three or four. Uh, Jason said I can't talk anymore, so I'm just going to be quiet. <laughs> I don't know. He, he was probably fourth or fifth in there in that ballpark. Yeah. I mean, in his, interview, he wasn't the best. He, in his interview, he said he made a lot of mistakes this year. Betway, the gambling service that decided to sponsor turns five and six today, give them all a raise. When they're signing up on the track, they <laughs> saved the goddamn race. They got a lifetime customer in me. I'll lose money with them any day because I was sure losing time watching that race. Come on. <laughs> That's awesome. I literally that, went, that's actually creative. I, I like literally it. that was good. I literally went down about I don't know twenty to go, and I sat down next to Brett, and I was like, "This is the worst <laughs> race we've ever had." I think like <laughs> this is bad. So, like, I looked up terrible. once they got singled out, and you know I had a couple guys miss chicanes. Then it was like from there on out, I was like, "You can't pass anybody." Let me ask y'all this: Be honest. Were there any point in the race where you went, "Oh shit, I don't know where my car's at." Uh, now, no, I did. But I was like, no. I have no idea where I'm That's at. That's happened right in 24 hours. That 24 hours. That's what I felt like I was the, watching. The, the 24 the hour, I do it all the time. It scares the shit we were, out of you. We too. were running third and there wasn't nothing in front of us. You know what I mean? And I mean, obviously, the guys in front of us could have wrecked at any point, but I literally, like, I don't know where Your I car was. was pink. I started daydreaming. <laughs> and I looked up and I was like, 
man, I have no idea where my car's at right now. I keyed up on channel two. I'm like, Lenny, where are we at? The, tw- <laughs> the 24 hour race. Earl, shout out Earl Barbin, who's one of my favorite human beings <laughs> on the planet. Uh, he started the race and then I did the second shift. So my first shift was at night and I get to the roof and he goes, Every car at the Rolex has uh, LED lights on oh, it, you yeah. know, somewhere. And he goes, uh, just so you know, our lights fell off and one of our headlights is not working. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I get up there and there was, uh, there was five times. The one was, headlight might be okay, though. You it's spotted, yeah. I, yeah. I looked, Doug Campbell was standing next to me and I go, we were teammates. We were doing a 911 Porsche. It was 911, 912. And I was like, Doug. <laughs> hitting him like uh, you could you lose hey, it they, so 10 times during that race it actually has a timing and scoring deal and you can put the track map like the, on your and iPad, it has your car and it has it. your car number right oh, there nice. so you can find it so you're like bam yep, there we are <laughs> no right. it's I, didn't, I didn't have that <laughs> you gotta have it because i've lost my car at night you lose your shit at night oh, oh, good luck well, it's this, so this, hard to find this short conversation thing is going great shut up we're having fun well, it is kind of hard to feel bad for Larson. I know he's on TV right now being really hard on himself, but weren't you the same guy like two or three months ago that was bragging about not going to the simulator? While you're going to go race for like $20 at some random track in America, all these other drivers are learning this car. And I don't think there's anyone else to blame but you, which in fairness, he did say he blamed himself, but I hope this off season he takes a good hard look at his schedule and start figuring this out because man it's just been really disappointing on the five team this guy's an idiot promise you you're a complete idiot yeah you are i promise you he's never raced a race in his life for twenty dollars you win you win my what an idiot for this week i promise you he's learning more do you think race car drivers want to go drive a freaking computer or a real car that's this guy's a clown so last year i'm kidding i'm not you're not last year whenever whenever he was dominating um he was must have been in a simulator every damn week, you know, just killing it. Probably yeah, but he wasn't. In, probably lived in there. He had like 28 wins in this cup series last year. He probably lived in a simulator. It was, no. I mean, the only reason Kyle Larson isn't continuing on is a mechanical issue, right? Like, yeah. I mean, what broke yesterday? Like, something broke, the, right? Um, I don't know what it was. I mean, but it was it was mechanical. It the wasn't same thing as Suarez. Suarez had, a, had an issue yeah, as well. Yeah, 100%. It happens. Like, it's these great parts. We talked about it on here. Like when we were picking our, when we were picking the guys that advance, there's always going to be one or two guys that, that just, just don't, don't advance know. because they, they have issues. It's mechanical. Like the yeah. owner's championship side, we're out of the playoffs because of mechanical issues. Yep. I mean, like, he had engine issues. There were a few times where he had, he was, had DNS for engine issues. When I so. had Briscoe in the truck series, um, we won Homestead that year, but we got knocked out of the playoffs because we had, a, had an issue with the motor at Talladega and knocked us out. We go to Homestead and win. If we just could have finished Talladega, we would have been racing for the championship at Homestead. That's yeah, part and, of it. But what can you do? It's nothing. just it's like cutting a tie. I assure Things you, it's got happen. nothing to do with simulator time. hundred <laughs> percent. All right. Don't forget, guys, you can leave an audio message whenever you'd like. Just go to anchor.fm slash clear. You'll see the message icon and we will keep playing the best ones. I gotta leave soon. I gotta go to the spotter sim. <laughs> it's time for the Ask DBC Offer Pad question of the week. Don't forget to send in your questions on Twitter each week using hashtag AskDBC and we'll answer the best ones. This first one is from Jared underscore Coates 24. Why is it that a car that was designed for road course races so much better than on ovals or so much better on ovals? Solid question. 
I mean, the Charlotte Oval was a great I don't race. Think, I don't think... I think some of the road course races have been great. This one was a stinker, obviously. But Tire fall off is what you need. And that's like you go to that's, Sonoma. That's across the board. Every Any race, yes. any track, whatever you want, we need tire fall off. Any tracks that have tire fall off, you have comers and goers. Like Sonoma. You go out there and you lead the race. You burn your stuff up. You fall back. Guys that are smoother on the throttle take... Yeah. prevail it's i mean we've said it for literally however many years how many years has this been a podcast jason uh seven years give us more horsepower and give us tires that wear out it's the same thing we've said since day one tj and i <clears throat> preached it for seven years on here more horsepower mm-hmm. a tire that wears out it's also i do agree with freddie at the road courses just get rid of the stops yeah because it flips the whole thing you, it gives people can, track position that probably didn't deserve it like you look at yesterday, the first stage, uh, Joey, William, mm-hmm. Daniel Suarez, three of the fastest cars they on the race the races away. They honestly. stayed out obviously because they needed points. They had to, and you never ever saw them You're again. About the, the guy rest that of the sat day. on the pole, that went out there and laid the fastest lap down in qualifying, got after it, did his you know did his job. And he leaves the race. Now you're going to be like, ha, ah, good job today. Now go to the back. Yeah. And, and you never saw him again. Like no, in, 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 in years past, you could at least, if you were Joey Logano, if you were William Byron, you would flip the stage, get points. I'm sorry. You would not flip the stage. You would get your points. You'd restart, I don't know, 20th, 21st or so, something like that. And you could drive back into the top 10, top five. These guys yesterday, you know, they, they pit at the stage break. AJ was leading the race pit and came out and finished fourth in the stage because we were so far back that we couldn't even jump the guys that pit, you know, like it's, it's, there was just the, the, and there was no, there was nothing you could do as a driver in the car to help minimize or gain, you know, like the guys that were good at road courses, like taking care of the rear tires. You couldn't even do that and make passes. Bubba was getting upset with himself because he's like, I can't I can't figure out how to pass these guys. I said, don't worry. Yeah, Nobody I'm, else can either. Like, If I'm Steve O'Donnell or Steve Phelps, the first thing I'm going to do over the winter is say, at plate races and at road courses, we're not stopping for stage breaks anymore. We're paying the points, and we're going to keep going. And guys and, fan, and the gals at home, unfortunately, we're probably going to see commercials during green flag runs. But what I don't like – the least about the stages at road courses is you know nobody needs fuel in the first window. So everybody's going to run it out, and either you're going to go for points or you're going to flip it. It's one or the other. Same thing. And it screws you in stage two or it sets you up to be great in stage two. Where it gets complicated is you look at an A.J. Allmendinger. He doesn't need points. So he's able to flip and go for track position every single time. We need to stop stopping the race at these places. Pay the points. Keep going. Keep going. This next one is from JJ Turnip, and it's for TJ. Are you oh. spotting for Haley at Vegas this weekend for the Xfinity race? I am not spotting for Haley in the Xfinity race. Whatever. Um, Why not? Who is? Well, when you, the other TJ? When you, no. Um, when you commit to a car all year, you don't, like, even no matter what happens, if you commit to them, I've always been big on, you need to. You're a liar. Oh, still junior races. <laughs> still junior races. Then well, you bury them. But I actually, when oh. I started the year, when I started the year, I went in there. That was part of the. Hey, these. That was part you, of your deal. You tell them that up front, so you you know what I mean. You know that you're gonna. I mean, you tell I, them I you're can, gonna screw them in the beginning of the year versus in the middle. <laughs> I'm gonna screw you one time this year, but I'm there the rest of the time. Um, but I think uh, 
I'm pretty sure Coleman Presley is doing it. So I got you. The ultimate ninja. So that'll probably is be he allowed. Oh yeah, the ultimate yeah. ninja. Yeah, yeah. He'll. Uh, so what? it'll probably be my last year with Haley because Coleman <laughs> will ninja me out of that. So, <laughs> so we we got to tell this story. Uh, the the nickname Ninja on the spotter stand, Jason. Came from a friend of ours named David Keith. David who's Keith. no longer with God us. Bless his <laughs> he but he when somebody that. would try to take his job, he would say that there's a ninja after him, right? <laughs> because he's trying to take his job. So the word ninja in the spotter group chat and, and as a spotter is something that we use when somebody's trying to backdoor you and ultimately get <laughs> it you unemployed. used to be a, the group chat. Man, I miss DK. Used to be a... Um, used to be a a group, the picture of for the group was a ninja. Remember, it, it used to be that. Yeah. So, um, oh, David yeah, Keith, yeah, <laughs> China Ninja. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, man. Coleman Ninja, like three people in like two years. So I mean, <laughs> it, the ultimate ninja. Yeah, that's why I gave him the ultimate ninja. Oh, all right. Well, congrats to we'll give it to Jared Coates, twenty four, for having this week's offer pad question of the week. us to get to our favorite Xfinity X-Fi more than fast moments from this week. Whether you're behind the wheel or online, speed isn't the only thing you need. So what were your favorite more than fast moments this week? TJ. Man, I want to give it to a guy that you're not probably going to hear much from. Um, I'm going to give it to Stefan. Stefan Parsons for running that race and making a name for himself there and probably lesser equipment. Um, drove a really good race. He should have went faster and turned six, so we couldn't have run in the back yeah, of well, him. Well, you mean yeah? Sometimes you can't help when the piles come out there. In <coughs> it, my Xfinity X five more than fast moment. I'm gonna give it to Bell. Obviously, put tires on. He had tires. It he was, was easy. He was he was on a mission, man. He t- about took our right front off, and I might not have been nice about what happened after he hit us, but he was driving with a man on a mission and won the race in a must win situation for him and his team. My Xfinity X5 more than fast moment has to go to, we seen a sign at our live DBC that said this, the king of the Roval, AJ Allmendinger. Uh, four in a row Xfinity series. Uh, great shot. He's going to finish second or third without that caution there in the cup race. Um, the, I don't know how you give it to somebody else. Uh, he he just gets it done there. And and a lot of times, not with the best car. I thought Ty Gibbs was a little better than him on Saturday. And he, he outdrove him on a restart. Uh, a couple Late of years. race caution gave AJ a shot. Oh, at yeah. And he did what he had to do to but, get and, the win. And he, and he won the race. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the same thing happened when I did that monsoon race with him. I spotted for him. And that, that was the worst race of my life. <laughs> and, it was, and it was 1% better because he we won the race. But same thing. Briscoe was the best car. And he just and AJ just outdrove him on a, on a rate restart. So uh, AJ Allmendinger, Xfinity X5, more than fast. Moment. The good news for the Xfinity Series drivers He's, is AJ cannot run that race next year. He cannot yeah. win five in a row there. So somebody else will have a shot finally. Guess or we'll talking about this, let, let's can, Jason. I'm going to draw this out a little bit longer for you. <laughs> AJ Allmendinger, Noah Gregson, leaving the Xfinity series. Like where the, that's a lot of wins leaving the Xfinity Ty series. Gibbs. Ty Gibbs leaving the Ty Xfinity. Gibbs, maybe a lot of wins. Well, he hasn't announced that oh, yet. Really? So. <laughs> I thought y'all announced it for him in June. Uh, I think I think it was broadcast. 
but everywhere. I mean, that's, but that's that's how many wins is that? That's got to be 10, 12 wins easily. Tons. You know, uh, that's leaving. Yeah, the AJ's won five or six. Yeah, AJ's won five. AJ's won five. AJ's five. Yeah, and Ty's so, probably at least three or four, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. so that's so wash almost up guy. I think he had five. This anyway, a lot of wins. We're You're not going to numbers today. A washed up guy might have a chance next year to win. Well, you might as well jump in there. Let's get in there. Here on Door Bumper Clear, being more than fast is the way of life. Thankfully, there's plenty of weekly action for our Xfinity X5 more than fast moments. Guess what else is more than fast? Xfinity X5. With a speed for all your devices, you also get the reliability and security that keeps your crew connected and protected. With Xfinity X5, you can do more of what you love with faster internet and a powerful and secure connection. Follow at Xfinity Racing on Twitter for even more Xfinity X5 more than fast moments. And Casey, don't forget to vote for your favorites. Thank you to Xfinity. Proud from your part. Partner of NASCAR. Dirty Mo Media fans, this is IndyCar driver Connor Daly. And comedian Joey Molinero. We're here to tell you about the most honest, unfiltered, and informative IndyCar podcast on the market, Speed Street. Connor and I break down the weekly happenings of IndyCar, our lives on and off the track, and talk a little NASCAR and F1 as well. Dirty Mo Media's newest show is available now on all major podcasting platforms. And be sure to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Speed Street Pod. What an idiot. Let's move on to what an idiot. Brett? Man, this guy yesterday was going to win the race, and he got screwed because of the billboard. I personally thought that was karma coming back to him for how Chase Elliott raced Kevin Harvick at Bristol after their little endeavor. I was like, man, he's going to lose this race because of karma. And then on pit road our most popular driver, our current NASCAR king, Chase Elliott, decided to take a television camera and push it away from him. You can't be doing that. You can't do that for a lot of reasons. A, you're our most popular driver. B, um, all those sponsors that are on your fire suit are being paid to be there so cameras can capture their brands. It's just a really, really, really bad look. And he needs to, in my mind, apologize for it. Because you're in public, you're on pit road after the race, and everybody, listen, I don't care if it's a fan with a camera phone out. They're entitled to capture you. You're having a public conversation. You're, 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 they're entitled to capture you. You're not in your motorhome. You're not in the driver owner lot. You're not in the bathroom. You're not in a place where you can expect privacy. Am I wrong? No, you're on pit road. If you, if it, I'm assuming he didn't want them to hear whatever the hell he was talking to didn't William about. If that's the case, get in the hauler and talk to William. Don't do it on pit road where there's everybody. What What is there that you can't talk about right there? I mean, that's like, and there's tons of people standing around him too. What's a camera? You know, there's other people you can see. There's PR people standing there. Yeah. You, you know, get a, well, that's a, that's just a little glimpse of Chase Elliott right there. But I mean, what's, what's he so mad at? I'm just anybody. Yeah, no, I don't know. I just, I, I just don't understand why you're pushing the camera away from you. Not pushing aggressively, mm. but you're basically saying, "Get this camera away from me." He got used up a little bit on a restart. I mean, he had the race won. He was going to win the race without the caution. He was. And he got used up on a restart, which happens. 
Um, I, I thought the move from Harvick was actually really brilliant when he got into AJ, maybe. Yeah, off of two. Off yeah, of I mean, Harvick was like, here's my opportunity. I'm going to take it and go. And he damn near did. He about pulled it off. Um, he did pull he it off. He would have if, if it stayed green. He <laughs> yeah, would have won Yeah, that was classic great move. But, um, I, you know, Chase's incident wasn't – he he came down on Reddick when he spun out. That wasn't somebody wrecking him. Reddick had a nose there, and I think Chase tried to slam the door, and he got spun. So it's not like he just got – he didn't. He wasn't a victim like some of the others were that race. Just like but, Stefan. Yeah, or me in the cup race. I mean, shipped from five car lengths back into a chicane. It's a fun time. But, um, all right, so – What an idiot. Who are you? Uh, man – as I'd like, there's so many nominees this week. There's the road courses like this always give plenty of opportunity for, for uh, what an idiots, but you know, you got the, the loud mouth guy at the, at the show could be, he's an idiot. Yeah. That guy is an idiot. I, I didn't hear he, that guy. He was That's wearing his sunglasses at night. He's an idiot. Uh, but you know, you're to be like, you're just an idiot. He's just drunk that. showing off for his buddies. I don't, I don't hate um, him for that. Well, he obviously wants, him. he obviously wants to have dinner with you. Um, but I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with the two. I mean, how do you that that's your road course guy? You should you're supposed to know better than to just destroy cars like that. And you know, it, you, there's no advantage of you're going into a chicane side by side with a guy, and you're yeah, you're racing that guy, sure. But there's you know better. He knows where his breaking point is, and you can't use the car in front of you like that. And I, I had more respect for that, you know, but. So I'll give it to him. Evidently, he sent the 48, I, I, too. I'm, I'm telling you, man, it, the integrity is out the window when you have a late race restart everywhere we go. Yeah, and you know, you think you... And, and he was desperate. I'll give him... The, the only thing I'll give him is he was desperate. how desperate you are. Do something, get a better restart. You don't just drive through people. He, uh, the only thing, the only saving grace for him, in my opinion, was he was... And I told Bubba Gumner Green, I'm like, this too is desperate. He was going to do something stupid eventually. Unfortunately, you were the recipient of it instead well, of me. I, so I told Brad the same thing on the restart. And I'm like, hey, just so you know, you're going to have to take away the bottom and then the middle into one because he's going to go there first. And then as soon as you take that away, he's going to swing back up. And I, he hit us into one, not just into another car. And then... <laughs> decided to clean us out into the backstretch chicane. I, big I fan. You're a big fan. Well, if you're de- <laughs> there's desperate and stupidity, you know. He ninja him. Yeah, he ninja <laughs> for sure. Uh, I will give my one idiot to a buddy of mine. This is, oh. this is partially a shout out and oh, then no. one idiot. Uh, Tyler Courtney won the uh, All-Stars again. championship again. Back to back for him. Chris Windham, my buddy, won the Rookie, uh, Rookie of the Year. Congratulations to them guys. And we have a vacation planned this year in December. We go away with them all the time. And uh, Tyler, I said, hey, man. I text Tyler earlier. I said, have you not wrapped this deal up? Like I didn't, they got, they got a lot of show up points. Like if you just show up, you get a lot of points. So I said, uh, have you not wrapped this deal up? He says, no, I just gotta, I gotta show up basically. So I text him and I said, when he won the championship, I said, congratulations. I'm really proud of you for showing up. And, uh, he's, he texts me back and he said, I'm really excited. You know, thank you, whatever. Uh, now we all have something to celebrate in Hawaii. And we are not going to Hawaii. I was about to say, I thought, because Wyndham said he had we're, an extra room for us. And I was like, Hawaii? We're, we're, I mean, I'll go to that one. We're going to Cabo. But like, he was pretty, he's like, yeah, well, now we all got something to celebrate in Hawaii. And I'm like, we are not going to Hawaii. So I will give a shout out and a one idiot award to Tyler Courtney. Maybe for you're not. Yeah, maybe they're I'll, going. I'll, maybe, I'll, maybe I'm not invited. I'm to that down trip. for the Hawaii trip. So. Yeah, no kidding. 
Uh, I'm very surprised that you that was your one idiot. I didn't, have, take I didn't have a better one. I mean, how I, do you uh, race a Roval and you not have at least? Hey, one? shout out! I will give a shout out while we're talking about this. Chad Boat, CBI, three USAC yep, wins three, in a row. Uh, yeah, they didn't win Saturday night, but they won well, Friday they night had and they, they sweeped Eldora. So. And that's swept, not sweeped. What? <laughs> Baby brain. <laughs> not pregnant. Okay, let's move on to playoff central. So Larson, Cindric, Suarez, and Bowman were eliminated. Freddie, you said the one that What's he what's he want? Answer it. Let's put him on put him on speaker. Who is it? Tyler. Hey. Did you figure it out? Tyler, we're on show right now. You can't. He can't I know hear we're me. we're we're talking DBC strategy because we both didn't know that I won or we won this week. So we won. We won effort. <laughs> I mean, Tyler told me to pick him. So I need I'll her to, to keep it. winning. Keep keep helping her, Tyler. Yeah, I I really I really excelled. I I didn't. I had zero idea I was going to win with an eighth place finish. <laughs> 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 At least I won something. I'm proud of you. We won. <laughs> Uh, wait, you can't share who we're going to pick yet because I'm last and somebody else will take it. So I'll call you when we're picking. Oh, 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 I thought we were picking already. Oh, uh, okay. no, we're, we're talking, <laughs> oh, we're talking, uh, Charlotte or final four predictions. If you want to, you're not in it. Yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks Brisbane for rubbing it in. <laughs> she needs your help in other facets of her life too. <laughs> not wait, just picking wait. picks. Yeah. Uh, I need help with I need help figuring out how to organize my house and I don't even know where to start. <laughs> well, Say Casey, she's great at house. She's keeping. amazing. That's, yeah. that's not me either. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> Who's your final four prediction? Oh, oh geez. Um uh Denny, because he's great. <laughs> Jesus. This starts already. Good. Uh, who else? Let's see here. Um I'm gonna go with Blaney. Okay. Chase Elliott, obviously. Not Briscoe. Uh, his fans are his fans are really nice people. They're very kind. They're, they're, nice NASCAR. <laughs> they're just fantastic people. Uh, last one. I'll go with Ross. He's gonna find a way to get there. Good, right. good picks. I'm gonna call you back when we when it's when it's our turn. So, who do you guys got for final four predictions? Well, you can't you can't not pick Chase Elliott because he's got a thirty point cushion. Yeah, yep. that's a, that's a lot, and obviously they've got a lot of speed. It's unbelievable how fast they were at the last Vegas race as an organization. So uh, he's going to run well at Homestead. Obviously, he's good at Martinsville. You, you got to go with Chase Elliott. I think we all three can agree Chase Elliott. After that, it gets complicated because uh, I think William Byron gets in. He's currently out. I think I do too. I think uh, I think Byron figures out a way to get in. I hope Denny. Honestly, is in championship contention at Phoenix, so I'll, I'll pick Denny for for personal reasons. And then I don't disagree with him about Ross Chastain. I think Ross Chastain was driving over his head and making a lot of mistakes. I think when when Freddie and I ran into the track house guys, where were we? Charlotte that time or Texas? We were somewhere it was Kansas, Kansas, mm-hmm. and we we're talking. We actually had some conversations with the track house guys, the management team, about kind of Ross's approach to races. It seems like he he tamed himself too much. I think Ross is back on the don't give a tour starting this weekend at Vegas. That's my four. Guys agree? Disagree? I'm going with uh, Chase Elliott. I'm going to go with I do think Byron gets in. I, I, I think Denny gets in. I think Denny gets in there. He's the fourth. 
And you know what? I I think I think Ross gets in too. Chase Elliott's in. Obviously, we've we've all agreed on that. I'm gonna pick my boss because if not, he might not sign my contract. Um, I think Joey Logano gets in. I think Joey can sneak up on some people, and you don't really hear a lot of them. And he just points his way in into races and finishes well. So you think Fords of these next two mile and a halfs are gonna? He's gonna be okay. I think he's gonna be okay. That gap that he's had has been dwindling. Yeah. What about that but fourth? The point cushions. Been- uh, my fourth guy. I'll take. This is a bit different from the rest of you guys. Christopher Bell. Uh, I think if he doesn't, he, now Christopher is like an edgy guy because he makes mistakes. Too many of them. Um, and, and but if he doesn't make a mistake, he's got the speed to get there. So he's just got to clean it up, clean the mistakes up, and he can get there. So two Toyotas, a Ford, and a Chevy. The Toyotas on your haul list. ass at mile and a half. Just for the record. <laughs> Dare we pick championship champ predictions? Not yet. We'll wait All on right. that. Xfinity Final Four predictions. TJ. Oh, man. Uh, Noah, because he's got an 800-point lead. <laughs> um, man, I, the top, Noah, AJ, and Ty are going to be in. From there, I mean, I, I, I got to go with, I got at the top four are staying the same. Justin Allgaier is going to be racing at Phoenix for a championship as well. I, I can't disagree with you. I can't find a reason to tell you why Josh Berry, Austin Hill, Brandon Jones or Sam Mayer are going to get in unless they want to race. I'm telling you right now, Josh Berry and Josh can win Barnesville. And, and Josh Berry. Josh is the wild card here, and he's tied. He's at, he's uh, what is he minus eleven back? Actually, he's eleven matter. back. He's going to yeah. win Martinsville. Yeah, I, he's I, gonna be really I think good. I think he's the those wild four card. guys have to find a way to win a race. And I'm going to tell y'all something, man. Brandon Jones, that car has a lot of speed at mile and a half. So he'll have a shot. You know, he runs good at mile and a half when he doesn't wreck. Josh Berry. You know, he runs good at a Vegas. Didn't he win Vegas? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, maybe. He did win Vegas. I think he won, won Vegas earlier this year. Obviously, he's a short track guy. So he was in But I agree with Atlanta. TJ. I think the guys on the left here, Noah, AJ, Ty, and Justin, are the four favorites to continue the championship run. Those other four, they're going to have to win a race. But, but we know this. We've seen this happen. One of these top contenders gonna is going to have a problem. They're going to blow. They're going to blow a tire. They're going to have a wheel come off. They're going to something. Power steering is going to go out. By the way, our power steering goes out every other race anyway at College Racing lately. I don't know what's going on with that. Chris Rice will get to the bottom of it, but one of these guys is going to have a problem. Yeah, the, I think Josh wins a race in this in this final round. I think it's probably if he circle, wins. It takes Justin circle out. circle Martinsville. Uh, I think, but like to Brett's point, one of these guys right. is going to have an issue, and that was not close, Brett. Uh, <laughs> but one of these guys on the left that are that are the four Gregs and Almaninger, Gibbs and Allgaier are going to have an issue, and it's going to open the door for somebody. But I think Josh can steal Martinsville and and knock one of these guys out. That's a and I think big it's big. Up. Like it, it's I think it's big because Justin Allgaier right now. Like if you ask me to bet the house on anybody going to Phoenix. Justin Allgaier is the guy you're putting your money on. Mm-hmm. But if he's not, he's the one that's on the cut right now. And, and if he gets knocked out, then it is, you know, that's a big deal for him. It's, you know, it's to me, it's impressive. No, obviously went on that hot streak, but to see Justin in the top four and see Josh Berry in fifth, that's, that, that's a good run. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I think driving the 48 cup car obviously is giving Noah extra track time, but he came out publicly and said his entire focus before he got in the 48 car was to win an Xfinity Series championship. So I'm curious to know, is splitting time between those two cars, they drive completely differently, is is it going to affect his efficiency? And I don't know that it will or won't, 
But I find it. I guess we'll see what Alex does. I mean, he finished third when he started like thirty fourth or something on in the cup race. So I, I feel like he, or no. sorry, Xfinity race. So I feel like he did pretty well. Noah was really aggressive on restarts at the Roval in the cup car. And you have he, to be. Yeah, he did a really good job. I mean, that one restart we started right beside him, and he was five cars in front of us because we were on the inside, he was on the outside. But he was making whatever lane opened up work. All right. Well, I had no idea. Tyler and I both won DVC picks at Charlotte by picking Tyler. Uh, Brett leads with eight wins. Jason and Freddie are tied for second with seven. TJ is in third. I'd like to appeal this last pick because I made my pick with William Byron um, before they uh, gave his points <laughs> back. So you can appeal that so along like with all the drivers that. who appeal who want to appeal the Talladega race. What's not? He, I'd like to appeal Tyler spinning my guy out. Yeah, that's all right, not well, fair. We're either. calling him again. So, uh, Brett, you get to pick. If my guy didn't get his points back, he would have raced that race completely differently. So. My picks have sucked in the playoffs. It's the only reason I'm able to stay in the lead is because Casey, who sucked all year, <laughs> is, is, is finally race. winning every week because she has a consultant, a paid consultant, mind you. I don't, he, <clears> I don't pay him. That's a lie. That's a bet. What? He's paying for dinner. Yeah, so, does uh, Bojangles take reservations? Because that's where we're going. No, we're going to Epic. So with that said, <laughs> I can't pick any. I can't even pick my nose at this point. I'm going to go with a guy who I think ran top five there earlier in the year. William Byron. Christopher Bell. I don't even see Byron on my list. Where is he? We're doing picks right now. You really? got oh, okay. Brett, Brett took <laughs> he's not Byron. On, he's not on any of our lists. Oh, William funny. Byron's not even on our list, Jason. Yes, he what? is. He's just miss not in the right spot <laughs> alphabetically. <laughs> oh, he is. He's in the right spot, but it's just below the, oh. the bushes. Yeah, yeah. Brett, who'd you pick? Oh. I'll pick William Byron. Jason? Uh, Bell. Uh, Freddie? I'll take the greatest. Danny, huh? Danny Hamlin. TJ? I mean, I've already used. I'll go with Tyler. All right, Tyler. He picked me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You're why would he do that? <laughs> Why would you save him for Homestead? I, I was gonna say the same thing. Too late. Uh, I mean, I gotta. I no, can't let Casey catch I like, me. I like my chance better Vegas than Homestead. I will give him that. We were, yeah. All right. So, are we are we taking uh, Larson or Ross? I would go. I don't know. I would go with Larson. All right, Larson. I'd go with the don't give a tour right now. I yeah, that's what I said. But uh, Tyler thinks. Did he test? Did he test uh, Homestead? Tyler, did you test Homestead? Yeah, I didn't get to do more than twenty laps, so I have. How no many times you hit the wall? The <laughs> that's watched, why they took him out. I didn't hit the wall, so yeah, I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I got no no laps. I watched people for two days dial in, running the fence, and I'm just sitting there like, oh boy. He actually came good. to the spotter stand with us for a little bit. <laughs> All right, yeah. well, I guess we'll find out. Tyler, well, it was real hot yeah. up there, wasn't it? It was terrible right, on that roof. Another one, Casey. Let's go. <laughs> I support it for, for our bank account sake. I, I told them say. Bojangles. Maybe Bojangles will take reservations. We're going to Epic. Out. Yeah, Bojangles. Uh, yeah. We're going Epic. Yeah, so Epic. he knows. All right, if I can get that chocolate cake, then I'll support it. Yeah, chocolate cake, cheesy toast. Cheesy oh, toast cheese is toast. Awesome. <laughs> It's so good yeah. there. All of it. Done. Yep. All right, All right, well, talk to you later. All right, bye. Bye. All right. Bye. <sighs> 
DBC picks are in the books. Happy birthday to our boss, Dale Jr. Is it his birthday? It is. 48, I think. Should I say it again? (laughs) Just do it. What do you got to say, Freddie? (laughs) I love that guy. (laughs) Who do you love more, him or Denny? Uh, Denny pays me more. (laughs) (laughs) Freddie's a whore. In St. Louis? That's not nice. <laughs> Speaking of that, he sells himself to the highest bidder. That's uh, a whore. Did you know Did you know that John Holmes almost won the truck race at Tallahassee? <laughs> you know that was on purpose? No, I mean, there's no way. Oh, that was 100% on. That was premeditated. I'm going to tell you all something. We have fun doing this. Week in and week out. <laughs> I think that was the coolest part about it. We get, we get to the Charlotte Motor Speedway deal, and they're asking all these serious questions, and I'm like, I don't want to be serious. I yeah. want to talk about something fun. Thank you to them. Thank you to Jose. Thank you yeah, to Monica. They were awesome. awesome. Uh, but, yeah, let us. we need to we need to have more fun. Yeah, Jose is, Jose's awesome. He's spicy, and Monica's a sweetheart. I found it. So Miss was, Congeniality and Miss America, right? Was she? What? She won Miss Congeniality in, in one of the Miss America pageants. I don't know if it's USA or America That's or awesome. what. Yeah, I think yeah. Right. I found a uh, pepper sticker in my pocket after that deal. Did Jose give us pepper stickers? Yeah, he gave us pepper stickers. Oh, I got one. Were you there? I was there, <laughs> but I don't remember getting a sticker that I found it in my pocket the next day. Yeah. All right. Jason tried apple moonshine. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, I definitely can't drink a lot of he that because I will throw up. He <laughs> didn't like it as much as Ben liked it. He'd blow a motor. Bartender, yeah, bartender Ben was enjoying the... Him. He was enjoying the... Maybe uh, that's why he's got that shitty Sunday going on. <laughs> Look at that sunburn, man. Ben, ben, ben has to get in that picture this week because <laughs> yeah, he's got to show off this beautiful. You got to pull your hair up and get in the picture. Sunburn. I can't even turn around and look at him. <laughs> he, he almost should win one. What an the idiot. hell kind of hat did you have on? Like, uh, it looks like he had on a bandana. You know, like a. That's what it looks like. Like a. What are those? Pull your hair back some. Let's look. It's <laughs> that one mark. <laughs> All right, we're headed to Vegas. What? There's no fun to have. Can we? How much money are you taking to Vegas, TJ? I'm not gambling. Why? He's not going to leave his room. (laughs) Probably right. Jason, you coming to Vegas again? Uh, I'd like to. I'm not sure Mike Davis wants to send us back. You're not going this week? Uh, Unfortunately not. Well, the good news is I tried to kill Jason the last time. Mike Davis and I had a meeting last week about our DBC, uh, DJD, Dirty Mo Media suites for next year. And I think Vegas is going to be pretty high up on the must-do list. Yeah. So you'll definitely... I'll have to come back. You'll have to come back. Yeah. yeah. And I won't be a fancy <laughs> like you I was The suite, you were not good in the suite. Uh, <laughs> physically in suite, mentally still at... Uh, the Cosmo. Cosmo. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe you can get down the other end of town and try that. Like, what, uh, what's some of them ones in the other end there? Like uh, Fremont Street? Yeah, like like uh, their Binions? <laughs> yeah, you, you can afford more stuff that way. <laughs> yes. You don't have to run with the high rollers of the Cosmo. All the time. So, but, uh, no, but no, it's listen. This race, yeah, high rollers. He didn't pay for anything. I paid for everything. No. <laughs> That's the way to do Thank it. you, Drew Herring. <laughs> Drew didn't know he was paying What's for the show that you always go to. The rhinoceros. Uh, yeah, experiment rhino. Experiment rhino. <laughs> so I can think. uh, <laughs> what? No, we got too drunk. Too. Casey, are you going to Vegas? I will not be in Vegas. No, I plan on being in Miami, going there very early. So, uh, Vegas, do we expect the same tire issues that we had in other mile and a half tracks? Uh, I would hope not, but we'll never know. I think we had a couple tire issues in Vegas earlier this year, but I think those have been fixed because I think a lot of those were, a lot of those were self-inflicted. 
And I think they're still self-inflicted. They I mean, Texas point. is a weird deal because of two different corners. Texas was, I think, an outlier. But I think you're going to see some. And it's and like we talked about last week. Yeah. These guys, if 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 I tell you that I can go a two tenths faster than you by running two less pounds of air pressure, I'm going to try it. Like you <laughs> know what I mean? You? Like that's what the, that's their job. There's a lot of people in the garage who want us to have more practice on what we have, and it's so that they have an opportunity to run enough laps to see if these kind of problems are going to going to come about but i'm telling you as fans the more practice you see the yeah the less the exciting the less exciting these races are going to be so while you you have these people and listen i understand why they want it drivers want it teams want it but you're not going to know some of these underlying issues if we have an hour and a half of practice if you the when you start the weekend you have a guy that's here and a guy that's here when you practice the longer you practice the tighter that window gets. Absolutely. And the tighter the window gets, the more we're all going to the same speed. That's called parity. And mm-hmm. parity in racing sucks. When you're racing for air like this. Listen, we talked about we're talking about Martinsville. We talked about Martinsville test. All they did with that Martinsville test was get us faster and get us all in that we shrunk that box of how if there was a four tenth difference between the field, now it's a two tenth difference and we're not that's, gonna be able to pass. That's not good because you have to be able to stop to make the corner to create passing. And if you're not doing that, you're not going to see any passing. Let's Unless somebody's passing horsepower the into things. I Go. wish we would. Hey, I'd take it this weekend at Vegas. But no, man, it's uh, Vegas is one of my favorite places to go for a lot of reasons. And and I love the air show right behind the racetrack. It's an air show all weekend. Air all show. Weekend. I mean, that, the, the, the Air Force Base, Nellis is right there. And man, it's, it's awesome. I actually thought fighter pilots. How much money do you think fighter pilots make? Not enough, I bet. Yeah, probably not enough. But I bet they do well. Jason's really good at guessing how much money people make. Jason, how much money do you think fighter pilots should make? Uh, $2,000. A day? Uh, a, <laughs> a minute. They should make 2000 a minute, probably. Average is like $86,000. A year? A year. To be a fighter pilot. that. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine... Can you imagine putting Freddie in Blue Angels? Google it, Jason, yet? just to make sure I'm not way off. But I Googled it. Me and Steve Barkdahl were talking about it a few weeks ago, and I was like, man, how much money do you think those guys make? And I honestly thought a couple hundred. Wouldn't you think I so? I would have thought at least 200000 I, mean, I, I hope I, they at least yeah. get some extra incentives. So like TJ Majors, TJ Majors makes more money down. to watch a race car go around in circles than these guys make to be fighter pilots. You make more money Yeah, but they ride like motorcycles and <laughs> chicks and stuff. If he's not, I'm going to choke him. <laughs> <laughs> I need that deal. You got it? Yeah, it's it's eighty six thousand. It doesn't say exactly that, but this is average. Range, yeah. But that's a low average. So anyway, love Vegas. Love I'm more than five. I love it. I like to put Freddie in a Blue Angels or something like that. I'm, I could get in a suit. They've asked me <laughs> twice to go up. They're not the Blue Angels, the Thunderbirds. Either so one. I'm, I'm like, not. Uh, I I'm can't. Out. No. I'm You're out. gonna throw up. I, I mean, I throw up on a regular I don't care basis. If I throw up. I think I die from a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> I see them guys do that vertical thing yeah, they do, and then they turn no, it. I didn't like it. So, off, and then they let the jet fall down backwards, like it's gonna hit the earth and crash. Oh no! And thanks. I'm, I'm sitting there watching it having a panic attack. I didn't like if it. My when fat ass was in there. I would have a heart attack. Talladega. We we took off in a hurricane, and like I don't know about your flights. We went uh, vertical. Straight up. Well, I mean, we went as vertical as I've ever yeah. been, it felt like. And it, I'm sure we were nowhere near vertical. But, like, we I, were going I straight like up, that. too. Yeah, we took <laughs> off, and I was like, oh, what are we doing here? Like, like easy, boy. Easy on the stick up there. I'm out. But anyway, Jason, thanks for uh, being patient with us today. Appreciate all the hard work you do. We got the positive show attitude today. that you brought to the yeah. show today. You're definitely the, the all-star MVP. No, Tyler is for calling in. 
Yeah. Okay. And everybody that calls Tyler Reddick, Jason Schultz in the weekend, that's pretty awesome too. Yeah. That's bad. No, everybody. That's almost worse than TJ. Everybody sucks. call Tyler Jason. That'd be Dude, amazing. That. <laughs> Rest of the year. Rest of the year. When you see Tyler Reddick, say, "Hey, Jason Schultz," <laughs> and he will be real mad. It's He's amazing. the perfect candidate for oh, that. Because he, he won't get mad. He'll <laughs> love it. But like, it'll piss him off. I know it'll piss him off a little bit. Eventually, so it'll piss him off. <laughs> But Tyler's a great guy. I tried Tyler. to get Tyler to come to Big Al's last night, and he was he was babysitting. I told somebody the other week, like if I were getting into NASCAR and I didn't know anything about it, and, and I had to pick a favorite driver, Tyler would be on my list of guys to consider for a lot of reasons. Is a uh, sponsorship too? I, I do have a question about Big Al's. Is John okay today? <laughs> How's John? I haven't doing? seen John. He went oh, home with Doug. Yeah. I think. I, John's not home, so I don't know where John's, John's home. John, 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 <laughs> did you bring that device that y'all were doing tobacco? The snuff cannon. We're supposed to go in the, the snuff cannon. It was what? supposed to be. Uh, God has a name. That was supposed to be for the studio. Snuff cannon. That was a snuff cannon. Did you not see this video? I, I saw the videos. I was trying to figure out what you were doing. Uh, they were doing. It was tobacco. On a count of three. And you launched tobacco up your like, nose, apparently. Why? Oh, I don't yeah. know. It, it, it was like... Um, <laughs> snuff cannon. It was very menthol-based. Like, it was... It was. It opened up your uh, sinuses. I'll give you that. It was... Uh, so, I mean, it next was time fine. you're stuffed up, are you going to... Yeah, I'll do the snuff, snuff cannon. cannon. <laughs> Next time I got a cold, I'm going straight to the snuff cannon. <laughs> All right, I don't know uh, where. Sh- shout out, but I will give a shout out to them guys, uh, David, David, and Spencer. Oh no, it's not Spencer Stewart. Uh, David, David, and Stewart from South Africa. They flew over here from South Africa, twenty five hours flights, two two a nine hour leg and a fourteen or fifteen hour leg, whatever it was. Uh, they came to South from South Africa. David comes though. David, um, I forget his last name now. I'm going to butcher it, but they come. He's come over six seven races. He does a tour, but. Anybody that comes 25 hours to do a race, uh, yeah. we, they can come to Big Al's with us. We, we had three countries represented at our Q&A. We had Sweden represented. Yeah. The they English, were awesome. We the had English England woman. represented. The English woman. And we had South yeah. Africa represented. The English represented. woman told so, me she had a headache Sunday oh, morning because she was drunk at the podcast. <laughs> we joke about worldwide, but we legitimately we're, don't know. World famous. You can shout shout out to the people that were on the broadcast over like, in the grandstands, there were quite a few Dirty Mo Media shirts. It was awesome to see. Very cool. So, Excellent. Lots of fans. Well, we love money. you guys, and I hope I win money in Vegas. Freddie, how much money are you taking to Vegas? None. I am, I'm actually going to go gamble <laughs> a little bit for He'll KJ. Just use yours. I'm, I'm going to go gamble for KJ. My okay. gambling is uh, what are you going to play? On will uh, the Wheel of Fortune slot. That's your that's <laughs> your go to. All right, that. for Jason's sake, we are going to cut the show well, now. On, let's Thank talk about you. <laughs> Thank you to our amazing presenting sponsor, OfferPad. Don't forget the TV show airs at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mav TV this Thursday. Uh, subscribe to Dirty Mo Media's YouTube to catch all the behind the scenes videos and don't forget to leave us a rating, share, comment, tell us how much you love us. Have a great week. We out, holla. See ya. Word. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo. Dirty Mo.